Welcome back to Ghostly Talk. This is Scott L. This is Amber. And yeah, it's been a little while since you heard our beautiful shining voices here. <laughs> um, October was a weird month for us this year. Um, as all of you know, who listen to this show, our, our illustrious, world-renowned uh, author here, Miss yeah. Amber oh. Rose Hammond, um, she's always very busy. In October, uh, with her speaking engagements, well, and this year they were all on, on Tuesdays. They were all on like Tuesdays, record, which you know? is when we record. And then I work Monday nights, and then you have band practice on Wednesday and Thursday nights, and then it's the it's weekend. Just, and it's just yeah. It's just, and because we typically interview someone, I don't like to bug people on Fridays and Saturdays and yeah, Sundays. People usually, have, if they're not doing their own gigs, you know, they yeah, they want to try to kick back and. You know, dare I say, uh, the weekends for me nowadays, too, I that's what I like to do. Just kick back and not do too much. Kind of just decompress. Well, from we the don't week. do this podcast for a living or to generate income. So it's I don't we don't have the same drive that maybe other people do. No, we no, and that's the other part of it, too. Oh, my God. That's the boy. You talk about that's good radio right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah, boy. We, if you think about it, anyone that does like a, a paranormal podcast that they are trying to monetize or make some type of part time yeah. living off of, October is the month you want to pump well, out. Yeah, stuff. So you th- and that's what I felt. Um, that's why I'm mentioning this now because I release know, like, things. Yeah, so we were kind of we were doing our own Halloween stuff, and sometimes it doesn't include us sitting in front fine. of microphones yeah. in a basement. I think, I think the majority of our long term listeners know we uh, sometimes. Get lazy. <laughs> Come and Let's go. Just call it where it is. We just get kind of lazy here and there. So uh, Scott Sukel was on the show, and Zippy. When were they last on the show? January twenty second, two thousand nineteen. Okay, so they episode con- forty nine. If you're looking for it, if you want to get a little more background, if you have not listened to that show, I highly recommend listening to that show before yeah. this one. Yeah, because uh, that one talks about. The hauntings at Mansfield. I know we yeah. went into detail about what's popular there, what goes on, um, well, experiences. His time, his time there his also. His time there, his, um, uh, his experiences as a long-time, very long-time volunteer and also employee of the place. Yeah, uh, So, and that's what we talked about. Back then, you know, those guys came in studio, which we love doing here and there, and about uh, a couple months ago, Sukul reached out to me because we're all dear friends. And um, he said, hey, I want to come out. You know, the COVID thing's kind of chilling out now. Are you guys comfortable with having somebody in the studio? I'm like, yeah, actually, yeah, I think we, I think it'd be good. And He's, now the table, our table, this used to be a little bigger. This used to be way bigger. Our studio and we table. Were, and know, we were all cramped in there. Like, yeah, Scott's I felt not kinda, petite. Um, I felt kind of bad. Zippy's we have like the, six foot something. Well, we have the band <laughs> rehearsing. My band rehearses in the same room. So we're kind of trying to cram a lot of stuff into one room here to make it work. And yeah, it was a bit more condensed this time. <laughs> but but as I was saying, Scott reached out and said, you know, there's some things I want to talk about again with you about he wanted this to get thing. a few things off well, his chest yeah and you know he has no he's hasn't i think he said 17 is when they when they left i could be wrong it's on it they, we discussed like 17 what when he left oh 2017 left hey, mansfield yeah left mansfield yeah i think that was the year i think and that's when zippy left also and he's like i want to talk to you about some things just some you know some things that have been in my mind about this um and i want to talk to you face to face because i was like we can do this on the phone you guys don't have to drive all the way up here um He's like, no, I want to talk to you face-to-face about this, and I want to talk about some things that I really need to get off my chest. And I was like, whoa, okay. And, you know, it was um, – here's our cats going at it. They, they, they just can't stand us not paying they attention to them. They just have to be part of they the podcast. They have to be part of the podcast. <laughs> um, I, so of course, I, Amber and I said, let's come out. We got the date set up, so that's what we did. Um, 
And yeah. So they're the first in person guests we've had. Yeah, since, since the whole COVID the thing. Yeah, since before the pandy. That makes it sound so much fun. Like, uh, right? Oh, it was during the pandy. Uh, it's during the pandy. It was during the pandy. <laughs> it just sounds like something like on the on the on the on the planes, like yeah. something you're doing on the planes. <laughs> the panhandle, the pandy. So um warning you guys ahead of time here, we we all we had a couple drinks during the show, which we haven't done in a very long time. We've been good. Yeah, but we weren't sloshed or anything. No one was you might be a little extra chatty. <laughs> As he sips his coffee. By the way, we're recording this like days later. <laughs> we are. Yeah, we we just kind of like turned everything off, saved back everything up, turned it off, and then we actually after the show, yeah, we sat around and just had drinks all night. But yeah, we did have a couple drinks uh, during the show, which was nice to just kind of let our hair it, down. We, yeah. we haven't done that in a very long time. It was nice no, to let our hair fun. down and we, have some fun. I think the show still has. It's a long show. How long did we go yeah, for? A couple hours, I think. Uh, but it, yeah, I'm gonna warn you guys. Yeah, it's a heavy ride though. It, it's got our our still our characteristic fun moments full of laughs and excitement, <laughs> but... <laughs> we're, trying, we're really trying it, to sell this one, aren't we? No, well, it's just yeah. a little heavier. And for anybody that believes that being in a haunted place for a long amount of time can have its effect on you negatively, yeah. Scott Sukel does believe that Mansfield took its toll on him. And Zippy, uh, too. Mentally both, and physically. Yeah, they both, they both talk about the effects of spending this much time in a place like you know, that. Is it, and it's weird to ponder things like, is it the building somehow doing that? Are there actual spirits yeah. and yeah. some type of energies and entities? Well, like what, is it just being around people that are constantly in that state of wanting to be scared when you're working with people, you know, doing tours it, like it, that? Does it start to wear on you? Like what triggers that? And Because if you think about you work in a job that you hate, I mean, it grinds on you. It grinds yeah, it on you. It affects you. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I mean, obviously he had ups and downs with, with stuff there, but I don't think he hated. No, I mean, that's I a really cool gig. No, it's, a, it's a labor of love. Yeah. And he explains all that. But yeah, it was quite a ride, guys. So yeah, we're just front loading you on that right now. Please enjoy our conversation with Scott Zuckel and Zippy. while since we've had um, people down here in the basement studio or a little before COVID before COVID the before times yeah, I mean the before times um, that seems so long ago now it really does I mean yeah. I mean and it's really only been well it was like well like January 2020 no March well no they but January is when they started amping up that's what I thought oh, we've had that mean, we've told that story yeah, I had it in yeah. January and I thought I was gonna die that was the worst ever. But yeah, it's only been really well. We're ta- we're going into twenty twenty three, so we're gonna what three years? So it's been three years of this shit. It's crazy, man. I don't know, but yeah, it's before that we would have people come in the studio and hang out with us. You know, we, we would do this here and there, and clearly, uh, given the the state of the world and things that we haven't done that. So this is really cool to actually have some friends of ours here again. You guys had fucking it was like five years ago. 
Yeah. I think it was the last time you guys were out. You came up here, you came up here to hang out, yep. and we, we did one of these things. Uh, Mr. Sukel, Zippy, good to see you guys, man. I mean, and I mean that. Now, I've seen you guys. You guys have been here for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we warmed up for this thing, and we're going to yeah. keep warming up for the entire show. Um, man, I, I just have to thank you for that warm um, greeting we got when we... <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry, but okay, but, but well... Preface. Now you open that Pandora's um, box. Okay, yeah. go ahead, Amber. Go ahead. We have this really cool picture of, uh, what's his face? Barlow. Barlow. From Salem's Lot. And I don't know if we've ever posted it on the Ghostly Talk page or Instagram yeah. or something, but it's this epic painting. And it's Scott- It's terrifying. It's awesome. I had I had these old Halloween lights that I found in the basement that I just put in the garage because I was like, oh, I'm going to put those out in the sunroom. I'll do something And I thought them. they looked cool. I thought they were ugly, and that's why they were in the garage. So then Scott looks at him and he goes, those are pretty- and then he's like, he puts them, he drapes them over our beautiful painting. And it's, I'm like. I thought it looked great. No, I came inside and I was like, what, fuck, what tackiness Watch is your this? Mouth. I'm sorry. What? I didn't swear. <laughs> I was like, what tackiness is this? And then, of course, Scott did it. That's yeah. your decorating style. So then well, I wanted they, to well, take here, them. Here's the thing, though. Like, I had, you know, you guys are on your way. Had a regular day here. Got the workout in. Got some things cleaned up. Did, did the usual stuff. So I was at the table relaxing. Oh like, my God. Well, these guys will be here anytime. Well, just no problem at all. We're good. You know, I'll see. I'm excited I, to see my friends. I just wanted to take them down because I thought they looked dumb. So I we took them down, and then for some reason the painting, which is a little crooked, the wood frame well, it's is an old, crooked. It's, just, it's a wood frame. Um, it's just it's, it just wouldn't hang right. It came off the wall and it went hang right, and then that's so when that Scott, turns it, that turns into cluster bleep. He just loses it, meltdown because I have. And you, why did you start profusely sweating immediately? Because I was angry and I sweat when I'm angry. Like I was like, why is he sweat so sweaty? Because I'm angry. So then my pores are wide so open. I did an hour long workout this morning, so, and I am I'm amped. I'm ready to go. It just didn't make sense to me. But then suddenly the door not like knock on the door. And that's like, what I was afraid of. It's Scott and Zippy. So I'm like. Like, not answering. Take them out in the front yard and show them the garden. I'm like not answering right away because I'm like I don't want them to come in and have like Scott's mega negative energy going. And then I w- they knocked again and I'm like we gotta answer the door. <laughs> they they're drove, not they're not gonna wait. They drove here for three hours. We got we gotta open the door. And then they came in and that was their greeting of Scott swearing screaming on a at chair, the wall. screaming at a wall at Barlow at Barlow. And I guess we got it back up on the wall. I, I hope I'm really nervous now. But yeah, that was that was, I, and I and I do want to apologize for this that. This is how we greet our friends. Uh, yeah, because I mean, I was, you know, I wanted to like have like the trumpets when you guys walked in. I had it all planned out. It was great. I had the whole thing set up, ready to go. And yeah, you guys had to walk into me screaming at a wall. Yeah. So sorry about that. But no, yeah. it, it was like a Norwegian death metal concert. It was great. <laughs> Oh, good look. to see you guys. It really yeah. is. I mean, I, I that that we'll get to the good stuff now. That's what yeah. that's what it's all about. Um, it's been a handful of years since you we've yeah. we crossed paths, you know. Yep. And I, and thanks for driving all the way up here. Oh no problem. Honored to be the first cool. ones back. Yeah, yeah, no, we and I mean that a lot. And and taking the time to come talk to us because, um, well, it was fun. It was fun catching up. I mean, yeah, we we yeah. It's been a little while now. We sat mm-hmm. on the patio and had some adult beverages and and <laughs> chatted for a while. So the catch up stuff's cool, but. I know, and I mean, we talked briefly this week. We talked before a while ago, and it's like, yeah. well, I want to come and talk to, about something here, Scott. Um, you know, is that cool? And of course it's cool. You're Scott Sukel. You're, you're the man, and I love you. <laughs> so, and I don't even know how to even try to paint this. Um, I mean, so I may just say, like, you know, give the floor to you. And we're, we're going to talk about Mansfield, though. Right. Yes. Now, I, I guess for maybe some people out there that you know the the, the three listeners we have, right? Uh. Um, 
a couple of them 13. may not know the history, your history. With, mm-hmm. I mean, so I really would, if you don't mind, a little history on the building. I know it, mm-hmm. right? Amber knows it. Zippy, you know it too. But um, like, you know, yeah, a little history on the building, if you don't mind. And then yeah. your participation, which is right. far and vast. So go ahead, man. All righty. So they started building this uh, prison. That's what it turned into. Yeah. Um, but it was a reformatory, and the reformatory idea was it would bring people in. They would bring uh, people between the ages of 16 and 30 that uh, it was their first time offense, yeah. and they would try to reform them. Uh, they started building the place in 1886. They opened it up in 1896. And, uh, yeah, they started to, you know, do what the place was supposed to do. Good work. They would teach, they would uh, get their educations, they would learn trades. Yeah. So when they got back to the outside world, they had something to fall back on. Yeah. Instead of, oh, well, you're just going back to the PJs and you're going to end up coming back here anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyways, as years went on, they uh, ended up uh, having to turn it into a maximum security prison yeah. because the reformatory idea sort of went by the wayside yeah and um, they just needed um some issues like the fire in columbus in the 30s at the other the main penitentiary mm-hmm. ohio penitentiary sent a few hundred inmates there it was the start of it and then after that the the, the darker elements started coming uh, by that i mean it's like these guys were more professional criminals versus up to then it was like you said just reformable boys yeah and now you've got these you might as well consider them professors teaching these kids how to do really dirty stuff. Yeah. And then it was downhill after that. They pretty much lost control of the place okay. by the 50s. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, when it closed down, it was a maximum security prison. Um, and 1993? 1990. 1990. Yeah, December 31st, 1990 yeah. is when they officially shut it down. But they had people, they had, uh, I believe it was three inmates Stay on fire watch, even yeah, though yeah. all the other inmates went to the new prisons. Like general okay. building maintenance kind of yeah. people. So, anyways, um, Mansfield, the state was going to tear it down because they didn't need it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, a bunch of uh, local citizens got together and formed the Mansfield Reformatory Preservation Society. Yeah. And they they essentially saved the building, yeah. which, you know, g- good on them. So, mm-hmm. and uh, the timing of Shawshank Redemption also because that yeah um, they were that was one of the things that helped slow it down is because they filed paperwork to uh, suspend destruction on the place of the demolition oh for the movie just so yeah. they could film there oh. yep. yeah. basically yeah. just give us one more summer to film there before you tear okay. it down okay and that kind of gave the the preservation society a little bit more time to get their act together yeah it gave them some leverage yeah because they filmed they filmed Shawshank there. I believe it was like Somewhere September 93. of '93. Okay. So, okay. I but uh, what's I, the architect of that building? Anyone significant? I think uh, so. What's that guy's name? Yeah, his name was Levi Schofield. I was something. Yeah. He Levi. um he did building. He did uh he did did a lot of asylums yeah. and state institutions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He did uh, the ridges down in uh, Athens, Athens, mm-hmm. which was uh, the state. A state asylum. Mm-hmm. And now it's part of Ohio University. Um, he did Sailors and Soldier Mo- Sailors and Soldiers Monument um, in Cleveland. 
Uh, and uh, if you happen to go in there, go through the front door. As soon as you go in, turn around and look up, and there's a bronze statue of him just over mm-hmm. top of the yeah, doorway, yeah, so you can yeah. see what he looked like in person. Yeah, he also did. Uh, I th- uh, what is it, Raleigh, North Carolina? Yes, but that one's he, still he, in he, use, he, so we can't visit oh, that no, yet. No, no, he that one was torn down. Was it? Yeah, they tore that down to make the new. Oh, okay. Pen. Anyways, um, yeah, Shawshank was filmed there. Preservation Society saved the building. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they, they do tours, ghost hunts, and anything. It's been can... going for a number of years, too. Yeah. Because I remember um, our first outing there was, like, yeah, 2001, I think. Me yeah. And, me and Doug went there. Me and Doug and Will went there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> It's a story I love telling people about that place. I'm sorry, I, I don't. I don't want to. Oh no, knock but, yourself but out. I, I always, I, you know, I was, you know, everybody knows my history. I'm ha- have had a lifelong, you know, love of the paranormal and weird stuff, and you know, but that's when I really amped it up. Was like '99, 2000, when I started doing stuff and started meeting with people, and that's how I, you know, obviously met Doug, and that's why mm-hmm. we're sitting here right now. Oh. But um, we went to that building the first time, and first off, it's amazing. Oh, by the way, this show and this show only, you're going to hear, you may hear the cooler kick oh, on, the, the little fridge we have. In I this can little, hear it. Yeah, you can hear it. I usually have it unplugged. Sorry, guys, but we have beer in there, so <laughs> we need to keep it on. Priorities. Usually shut it down. I think the listeners can handle a little, a little weird gentle buzz in the background. Yeah, so, That's so, just us. But I remember going there that first. <laughs> a gentle buzz. <laughs> That's, our, That's our brains. Uh, but I remember going there that first time, and... There comes the cats. And there's Rollins <laughs> queuing up. <laughs> I remember going there the first time, though. And, yeah, of course, I, Rollins, come on, buddy. Um, I remember going there and, you know, of course, I want to I want to experience something. I may want to record something, get a photograph, especially at that time. Because, again, that was our mission statement. We're going to prove the existence yeah. of the afterlife, which yep. is completely insane to think about how we thought back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. But we were going to do it. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're going to do it. It's us. So... But I remember going there, though, and, yeah, just walking around there. And I know we've had this conversation, Scott. Um, just looking at that building, the architecture of the building, and just looking up those cell blocks, like how tall. Oh, yeah. Again, tallest freestanding cell block. Yeah, uh, East cell block is the world's freestanding free steel yeah. cell block. Yeah, it's yep. massive. It's, it's it, it just unit. goes up forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it goes six up years. forever. And I remember that night, some kids were there with their cameras, and we were out in the lobby area, and they were just, you know, I didn't get anything on film. I didn't get a ghost. I didn't have something touch me. I want a refund. I want a refund. And I'm like, guys, you know, I mean, I get that you came here with some kind of expectation, but look around you, man. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a really cool place to be. Yeah. At, right? Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I'm glad I came to that. You know, I had that, you know, um, I had that realization very you know, when I was younger, you know, many years ago. Because I think a lot of people, their idea still, and probably the same idea with Mansfield, is you know you're expecting to go there and have an experience. Yeah. And we both know it just doesn't work that way. Exactly. So you know, so take in where you're at. And I've always tried to impress that upon these young folk now. <laughs> okay, boomer. Uh, <laughs> you know, but it, I say like you know, you're going to these places, and yeah, you're you know, you're trying to maybe learn something or experience something. I get that, right? 
but also appreciate where you're at, though. Oh, too. yeah. Just appreciate oh, yeah. that you're there at yeah. that time of night. Like, who gets to do those kind of things? Yeah, exactly, man. So, and, and that's what leads us to where you went with this thing, mm-hmm. right? Because um, you clearly appreciated that building. You still do. I know you do. Oh, yeah. But let's talk about your story a little bit with this thing. Like, you know, your, 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 your path with this building and your path also. Well, uh, met man. a lot of great friends in prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so I started there back in 98. Yeah. And uh, started volunteering. I was there on the first ghost hunt and I just never left. Um, because I, I've, I've been an investigator for, oh, let me see, at this, well, right now, I'm over 30 years. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, we started going there, like, as soon as they started doing hunts. Yeah. And, like I said, I never left. I was at, I believe, every hunt um, as a volunteer and all that stuff. Yeah. And there's, you know, there were also perks of being a volunteer. You get to walk around this really cool building. Yeah. So, after a few years, I uh, started thinking... Man, there, there's got to be more to this than just, uh, you know, looking for dead people. And I said, yeah. this story, this place has a story to tell. It has its own history. So I really started to delve into the history. And after about 15 years of really going balls deep into the history of this place, um, I, I was sort of seen as, like, the historian there. Yeah. So... And it was really cool because I was able to use the history, the actual history, as, um, you know, sort of to back up a lot of the experiences people were having. Well, yeah. And I, so, and I think, and I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. Oh, no, dude, that, go but, ahead. I'm beating the microphone. It's like I'm at home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but I mean, I... I <laughs> I've always said this about that, though, and you're tying this point. I mean, we, we talk about this more and more here on this show, is that you become, you, I think a lot of people come into this field where they want to experience, I want to see a ghost, mm-hmm. I want to get a picture of a ghost, I want to get audio of a ghost, whatever it may be. And I think the, the people that do the right job are the ones that end up being, being ultimately becoming historians, yeah. basically. You start, to, like, why? Because, I mean, a lot of it is like, well, there's something here, people have seen it, well, why is it here? Yeah. To your point. Yep. One of, uh, uh, one of the past board presidents, we were walking around the building one night together. It was after a board meeting. And uh, he looked at me and he said, you know what? Without the history, this is just a building. And yeah. that, that's that's where it really it clicked. Really yeah. And, I mean, it's like the building has its history. And believe it or not, that building's history is more amazing than any movie could be, any paranormal show could make it seem. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy the stuff hap- that happened there. I think the stories like that, and that made me think of this, um, a place I worked at for many, many years growing up. The building burned up a couple, well, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I still talk to the owners, the people that used to own the place. They're friends of mine. And I remember when that happened, I said, you know, God, what a bummer, guys. You know, and they don't even, they sold it. It's it's an empty building, basically, mm-hmm. at this point. It was before it burned up. Uh, and I remember saying that to my my buddy Jim, who was my old boss back in the day. I said, man, it's what a bummer, man. What a bummer. I feel terrible about it. He's like, screw that building. It wasn't the building. It was the people. 
Mm-hmm. It was the people that were a part of the thing that made that whole thing happen. Yeah. It wasn't the building. That's just a shell. Yeah. That's just that's just a, that's just stuff. That's steel and and concrete. The, the, what made it really matter was the people. And the people are still here. So quit crying, Scott. Go away. Quit being a bitch. Go ahead, Scott. What are you saying? So, anyways, um, that, that were Okay, so I, I just have to rewind a little bit. Yeah. Um, I remember there was a hunt one night. It was a public ghost hunt. And here these these fellas come up on the porch. And they hand me a CD. And I'm like, what's this? They're like, oh, we do this podcast. I'm like, what? And we called it a podcast. We called it an internet radio yeah, show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I'm like, what, what the hell is that? Because, <laughs> you know, I'm... I'm I'm from a farm. I don't know nothing about this, you know. <laughs> this, this internet. These computers. Internet. <laughs> this internet stuff. So, I heard there's naked chicks on there, though. <laughs> but where he's saying he lives by a farm, I've literally seen on a police blotter where, like, a yeah. cow on the highway mm-hmm. makes the local police blotter just yeah. a few miles north yeah. of his house. And that is when I met Scott and Doug. Yeah. And there was just something about those two. I, I couldn't put my finger on it. but Complete it, polar opposites, for one thing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... it's, it's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely opposites. But somewhere yeah. at home, I have the legendary original thirteen. That the original are on that thirteen. Disc. Yep, they're down here in these archives somewhere. I'm not yeah. telling you where they're at. Oh, I'm hidden away. They're at my place some somewhere yeah. too. It's yeah. like, anyways, um, I knew there was something about you guys, and it's like I, I you know, I, I, I just sort of liked them. <laughs> Anyways, and and here I am. What twenty years yep. later? Here we are. Yep. Yeah, we're yeah. talking still. Yeah, and that's a beautiful. You know, and the thing about that, you know, uh, not to get too sappy, but mm-hmm. you know, we don't see each other every day. You know, we, yeah. Thankfully, uh, that's one of the good things with social media. I say is it does keep us connected to people that matter, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how we we do still yeah. you know, see each other and like each other's posts or whatever. Yep. And you see my cat pics every day or whatever I'm doing. Um, there is that thing, but we don't cross paths very often. No. No. Right, but yeah, you're right. Twenty years later, yep. over twenty years later, yeah. here we are sitting here talking about cool stuff. Yep. Yeah. Well, as years went on, as I was there, I, uh, I think it was God. What was that? 2007, 2008. I got a call from my boss down there, and she said, "Would you be interested in taking over the ghost hunts?" Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. So. From that time, from that point, I pretty much devoted my life to that building. I mean, it was every day. Well, I never missed a day down there. Yeah. Um, and I lived like an hour away from that place. So I was at all the hunts, the public ones, the private ones, all of them. Uh, and I would get there like four hours early and leave like a couple hours afterwards. Oh, and uh, and just busy the whole time. Yeah. Say yeah. the hours you were working on that I know were just oh yeah well, mind crushing. Well, back in 2010, um, my boss Sue, which I love that lady, um, she, she she saw what it was like for me to work those hours. Yeah. And then to drive home, and then to essentially take a nap to drive back. Yeah. So she says, "Why, why don't you just stay here?" 
So 2010, I lived there. I mean, I literally had wow. a crazy serial killer room. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. No, no exaggeration. It was actually a giant safe in the center of the building, yep. which turns out is a great place to sleep because when yeah. you shut the big safe door, well, hopefully it doesn't lock. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you know the safety handle inside? It was broken off. Oh, well, yeah. That's uh, so, yeah. Broken or sawed off? Well. The, it was missing. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it was a nice, dark, quiet place to, to sleep in the middle of a bustling building. Yeah. I'm sure it was peaceful. Yeah, it was. Oh. Yeah. Actually got some great sleep there. I was mm-hmm. going to say. It's, I know it's pitch black. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was great because it's like when you're in that building alone and you're laying down in yeah. bed. Yeah. And you hear the inmates, like, kicking the mop buckets down the main hallway. Whistling. Morning, whistling. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you're yeah. just hearing that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Plain as yep. day. Wow. Oh yeah, or you hear footsteps on the in the yeah. hallway above you. It's like bro, yeah, and bro, you know everyone's gone for the night. Like, yeah, you guys are the only bro. people there. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Well, while the with that building that size, did did they have like um, security people like that no. would drive around? Nothing. So you guys are literally no. the no. only it's people yes. yeah. on that entire campus. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And it's a self-shutting gate, so we know like on the whole chain link fence property, it should only be us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So. I, I was spending looking, too much. Yeah, looking back, <laughs> I was spending way too much time there, and it was. Um, yeah, I, I am finding out now that it was very detrimental. Hmm. Um, the uh, there were times it would be like I didn't have a hunt, I didn't have anything going on that night, and I would still go down there. And just hang out. And, I mean, I'm not just talking like, uh, you know, it's weather's crappy today. I'm going to head down to the prison. And yeah, yeah. It was like. You'd get excited to say that the weather's crappy today. I'm going to go hang out at the prison. No, like leaving, like, my parents' birthday parties yeah. early to go to the prison. Not because I needed to do anything down there, but yeah. because I had to. Yeah, I missed a good friend's wedding just because I felt like I had to be there for something that I didn't. Yeah, so it's like you get addicted. I I hate to say the word obsessed, but it just draws you in, and you have to keep going back. Well, what's drawing you in, though? Like you might miss something if you're not there. No, it was just you don't belong here. You belong there. Huh. Yeah, you felt like you were going home. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Why do you think that, why do you think that your mind, well, you, how do I phrase this? How, why do you think that had that place, that particular how place had think, that kind well, of impact yeah, well, how, on you? you know, it wired you a certain way. I mean, our brains work that way. We yeah. all know that. Like, you know, we people get excited think, well, about it, a place. It, yeah. People think the idea of like remembering something, mm-hmm. right? Like tomorrow when I get up, oh, I have to go put, you know, do this thing, right? Yeah. That thought process right there is, it's astounding, you know, from a, when you try to, like, when you try to build computers to do that, it's mm-hmm. insane, right? Yeah. Our brains just do it, right? So all your, all our brains do all the time is dynamically rewire themselves to, to dy- dynamically adjust to search, like, situations and stuff, right? Okay. So to your point, why I'm asking this is, why do you think your brain got wired in that fashion during this time where you felt like, okay... I am now. I am leaving my family. I'm, you know, and we all know we need mm-hmm. to spore, spend more time with our families. Yeah. But I'm doing. I'm leaving weddings. I'm leaving mm-hmm. functions because I have to be at this building, right? 
I'm curious to know, like, why? What do you think, at least at this? Because you're looking. We're looking back on this now. Yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. So, why do you think that you, you got to that point? I think there are two reasons that I personally got to the point. One, I was in that building so much, and if you want to get all rainbows and unicorns, yeah. I absorbed so much of that energy, and I was accepted so much by the stuff that was in there. Yeah. I was living on more of that side than I was living my life. Hmm. How did it make you feel? Like, I mean, there has to be, again, we're going to the brain here, right? I'm sorry. I'm, if I'm digging too deep, you tell me when to draw the line here, okay? I want, uh, okay. If you're not comfortable, you say, Scott, shut up. I'm I'll, done. I'll say pineapple. Just Pine- <laughs> that's your safe, safe word? Safe that's word. a safe word. Yeah. <laughs> Our minds are wired the same way in that aspect mm-hmm. where pleasure, if it feels good, well, you why not keep mm-hmm. experiencing that over and over again, right? And I'll say this, but I'm not, and I'm not lining you up, but that's how people get addicted to drugs. Okay. Right? It's an, obs- true. It's an obsession. True. It's an addiction, right? And yeah, again, I'm not putting you in that, yeah. putting you yeah. in, in that place, right? Mm-hmm. But when you have that dopamine release, right? Like when you walk through the front door of that place, just pulling up the driveway. Up the, you, you, when you see the building. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do. That's like me in Disney World. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, Same but feeling. when you see, yeah. when you, again, we've all experienced this, right? Mm-hmm. We've all experienced that rush, that dopamine rush. It, and yeah. it don't have to be chemically induced. It can just be something, which I think is very healthy, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, yeah, like you were just saying, is it, like when you, you see the building, something happens, right? And again, I'm not trying to derail us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just trying to get into this. Like, what made you want to keep going there and take time away from your family, take time away from your friends, whatever it was? I mean, why were you wanting to be there all the time? Well, I, I don't. I've got a great one. I, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but to get back to your question of how did it make me feel? Yeah. I had no feelings. None. Really? No feelings at all. When I left home, when I left my driveway to drive down there, I felt guilty every time. And it was just autopilot. I would just automatically go to the prison. And as soon as I clicked in, you know, I'd, I'd hit the button, gate yeah. would open. No feelings at all. None. Really? Yeah. Is that what you were looking for, though, at the time in your life? Like, no. Was that, no. No. So that didn't, like, you weren't going from super stressful life to, like, blank. Oh, God, no. Blank. So I say, like, this is the okay. place I go because it's quiet here and I can relax a little bit. And, yeah. De- you know, kind of decompress. We all have that, mm-hmm. right? But you didn't, you weren't getting that, though. No. No. It was just, I don't know how many times I would drive down there and I'd be like, why the hell am I doing this? And then you, I'd have the voice in my head saying, "Because you need to." Hmm. No, the fuck? Okay. Right. So but people need purpose, though, too, right? And maybe, and again, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to like put you on yeah, the couch here, yeah. you know. But it's like I'm just thinking about this. Um, and we've had a couple of beers too, so I get way more intuitive and more introspective when when we drink. But yeah. like, it's interesting though because you're telling me like you didn't feel, but your brain's, you know, your your, your internal dialogue is saying, "Dude, what the hell are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, why are you?" There's other stuff to do. This yep. isn't my entire life. Yeah. But, but that, just, go ahead. But that voice that's saying, because you have to, do you think that yeah, was you just to. your subconscious or because you were feeling connected to whatever energies and presences are in that building, do you think they were somehow um, bringing you back for whatever purpose? 
See, the, the, the voice that was in my head didn't sound like me. Okay. That's the weird part. There was times I saw your eyes where it wasn't you. Uh, dude, I don't know. There was one time we were walking. I forgot where we were. <clears throat> it was the uh, the warden's, the gift shop area. You were coming down the stairs. I think I was like 10 minutes late for something, and I think you just lost it. Is that what you were about to say? No. There was one time we were just walking <laughs> through the building. And it's not like him because yeah. I get yeah. there when I get there just because yeah. I, I work all day, and yeah. I'll get there as soon as I can. But yeah. no, we were, we were walking through the building one day, and he just says, who the hell are you? Yeah. Your eyes just weren't even. Yeah. Um, there was a. Getting back to the second reason, yeah, I yeah. think I was connected to that place. <clears throat> Excuse me, I, I got the COVID. Um, <laughs> so God. it's you got the oh, crud. Yeah, yeah, wipe it thanks. out of your shirt, man. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so there was one year um, we had, oof, I think in total we had 130 hunts that year. Wow. Which oh, I remember is, that year. It was ridiculous. Or so. yeah, we were booking into the winter. Yeah. yeah. And that's not counting the privates. Just, just like. Oh, no. That, 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 that was the privates, yeah. too. That was, that that was, was total year. Oh, okay. 130. Okay. And, I forgot um, how that all rolled together. Yeah, that was a busy year. Yeah, that's back there. when Sue was there. Anyways, um, there were, you know, I, I don't believe in psychics most of the time. Because most of the people just, hey, look at me. I'm psychic. Well, you're not. <laughs> so that's a whole nother discussion right there. But oh yeah. <laughs> so I was walking around with it was a mother and two daughters. Um, mother was uh, late sixties. Daughters were in their thirties. Yeah. And one of the daughters just calls me Sam. Oh, weird. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm Scott. And she's like. No, you're you're Sam. Okay, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. whatever. That's interesting. So I guess she called me Sam the rest of the night. All right, fine. So it was a couple hunts later. Um, there was a um, one of the handful of psychics that I trust. She was down from Canada. Yeah. And we were walking through the east cell block. Actually, we were coming down from the third tier down to the second tier. And she she's known me for years. And she called me Samuel. Weird. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah, what? this is even new to me. This is weird. And she said, you're Samuel Stevenson. You were here in 1923. <gasps> I'm like, what? And she said... Yeah, you used to work the east cell block here. That's why you feel Ooh, so comfortable over weird. here. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, you miss this one, Kate. <laughs> so <laughs> it was probably about three or four months later, another group comes through. And another person that um, I trust as being psychic. Yeah. Kids got uh, um, uh, kids got autism, mm -hmm. and I introduced myself, this Scott, and all that stuff, and he was super jazzed to walk around with me. All right, cool. So we're walking around, and he calls me Sam. Huh. That season, I had five different people call me Sam, 
Samuel or uh, uh, Mr. Stevenson. That's trippy. Oh, that's interesting. Did you yeah. ever look yeah. this guy up? Yes, I have not been able to find any records of him. Oh, yeah. I want to go on the hunt now. I want to go on the hunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's that could explain another reason. If it was just like one person, right? That's too. But weird. when it's five people in one and season, all the same name and the same name, and that's just too. That's just that. That's not a coincidence. No. It isn't. And it's weird because starting, well, starting when I was, um, after I took over the hunts and I started being there all the time, yeah. I would um, walk through the cell blocks and I would see them the way they were. And I would feel the billy club slapping on my right leg. Oh, I would wild. feel I would that's feel I would feel the keys on the yeah. on my right side. Yeah. yeah. And I mean you, you could feel I mean I our uniforms were t-shirts or at that time I had polos. And I mean you I was able to feel the stitching of like an officer's uniform, huh. like a CO's uniform. Yeah. It wasn't what I was wearing, it was a completely different material. Um but yeah, it was it was really weird, and it's like, huh? I was here before, and I'm back again. You do wonder about past life lives. I I think what gets me when with that kind of research is when you get those kids that are mm-hmm. like five, and they're like all of a sudden interested in like World War II planes, and yeah. then they're like, my name was. Yep. George Williams, yep. and then they look up George Williams, and he flew like the exact plane the kids obsessed mm-hmm. with. And it's like, where does that come from? What is yeah. that kid yeah, tapping where does that into? Come from, and that makes me think about you know. So a child is you know a, a person is born. Some other people make another person. Now you have this other person floating around now, and we all know we have our own paths we take, and we all go into our own professions or passions, whatever they may be. Why is that? And then I guess it'd be easy to explain that. Well, this person was exposed to certain things, and mm-hmm. that clicked with them. Yeah. Right. But is there another reason, though? I mean, is there some type of wiring that we don't know about that we can't well, explain? I mean, I mean, you go with, um, uh, oh my gosh, and like India, you know, like reincarnation, Buddhism. Um, well, yeah, that stuff but, goes back thousands and thousands yeah, of well, years. And that's sort of the assumption. Of yeah. Recycling sorry. of souls. I don't know. I, I don't. and that's that's the idea. Yeah, that you are just you know. Every, there's there's every. Not, I mean, there's every soul. There's a soul, a ball of energy. And an, that orb. Is a, an orb. <laughs> an autonomous, but it's an autonomous ball of energy that lives on forever. It just lives forever, right? Maybe. And it goes through different types of, of incarnations. Let's say, sure. right? Where, yeah, it may. Who knows what what's going on here? Like we have, like where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. I, I call us dirty bags of water. Heard some sci-fi yeah. novel. You're a dirty bags of water, right? So we're living in this existence right now. Very heavy, gravity, everything, dude. It's all gravity. Mm-hmm. It drives everything. What we do. It's very heavy. It's hard. It's hard living, right? So we have this. But who know, who's to say that there isn't some other planet uh, <laughs> um, where it's different it may be a different experience of living and maybe this this ball of energy that we're talking about that we all encompass it's somewhere here in mm-hmm. us maybe right um that that thing okay well i'm done here i i you know 90 100 years old mm-hmm. whatever it was dying of natural causes i'm out of here and this thing goes somewhere else 
Why? Right. Yeah. I, why couldn't it go to another planet? I mean, why we, couldn't it go? We technically, yeah, have, it's energy. It's energy. Yeah. Right? It's all it is. We always have like exponentially more people on this planet every year. So, like, if you're gonna say, well, well apparently it's the joint to be. I guess <laughs> everybody wants to be here. But like, you're gonna need some souls coming from somewhere. I guess if that's how it works. So why not Planet Serpo or whatever? But you know? back. To, but back to that point and going to your point, Scott. Like you know, you're experiencing this yeah. stuff. And who knows? And I guess maybe trying to explain what you're talking about. So did you ever believe in reincarnation or the idea of a past life until you started experiencing this? I, I knew it was was possible. Um, I mean, anything's possible. I mean, who, who, who are we to say what, what's, what's possible and what's impossible? So, yeah, I never really thought about it. The first time something like this, I don't even know if it's tied to the Samuel guy, but it was way back. Had to be, I want to say like 2000 or 2001. I was showing people around, and it was um, two people that later became volunteers. Anyways, I was showing them around. They were just there as ghost hunters. And I took him into what was um, at one uh, originally an officer's dormitory. It doesn't look anything like that anymore. So I had my camcorder because at that time I, I really I, I sort of gave a shit and I wanted to, you know, get as much mm-hmm. evidence as possible. But I'm walking with my camcorder, and on my camcorder you hear uh, you hear me say, "Well, let, let me show you where the old officer's dorm was." So we go go out out you know into the upper level of the. God, it's hard for me to think at this point. That would be the east diagonal. East diagonal. Anyways, <laughs> hand signals. <laughs> what, what, I went uh, showed them where the officers' dorm were in one of the diagonals, and I, on my video you can uh, hear me telling them. Uh, yeah. sorry, sorry guys. Uh, <laughs> sorry. It must be Saturday. Yeah. I uh I was telling them, yeah, this was the officer's dormitory, but this isn't the way I remember it. Huh. And I this was before I actually saw pictures of what that area looked like originally. But in in my head I saw what it looked like. Yeah. And this is, before, like I said, this is before I saw any pictures of the place, you know, of that area. So I'm just explaining to them where everything was and all that. This is all recorded on, on my on my camcorder. And then they start talking to me. And they're like, Scott, are you okay? And one of them says, I think we need to get him out of this area. Hmm. So they take me back into the central guard room. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, do you want to go back and see where the old officer's dormitory used to be? Ooh. And they're like, we were just in there. Wow. I'm like, no, we weren't. Wow. So I don't know if you can consider that like a time slip. I was just, I, that's exactly what I was just thinking. I was like, you're slipping in and out of yeah. something. It was, that was the first, a- after I watched the, the video, that was really when I went, 
oh, shit, there's something going on. Yeah. <laughs> something ain't right. And then they have video footage of that just yeah. as, like, proof, like, look, yeah. I didn't make this up. Like, yeah. this exists. This is what happened. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. that's trippy. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um. But as time went on, it just got worse and worse and worse. And, I mean, I was, I would have experiences there that people in the paranormal field and all that stuff would die to have. And I would just brush them off like, hmm, all right, that's cool. Um, I because mean, they happen so often or you just, again, that like kind of no feelings vibe you I had? Think it, I think it, it was, was a numbness both. to the place and we were just so familiar with it and uh, it with us that there right. was just like no filter anymore. They would just walk right out in front of us and we would shrug off the normal stuff. Like he's saying, like there's things that people would be excited about. We're like, did you? Well, all right, all right let's get back to folding these chairs yeah. and get to bed. Yeah. Did, would you guys see like full apparitions? Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. While he was giving a tour yeah. one time. Yep. Wow. I thought a guy was thrown up in a sink, so I turned my flashlight on, and when my wow. light hit him, he disappeared. But yeah, there were it, it was really weird because um, I would get there for a hunt. I would always get there like way early, so I would go walk walk the building, unlock everything um, for that night's hunt, and it's like I had almost like certain go to guys, and. Kind of like checking the barometer for the night, so you kind of see what kind of mood the building is in okay. before you even get started. Yeah, but I mean, there were there were times where I would I would just talk to the guys, and they would reply to me. Um, there was one guy that was in the West Cell Block, and I was telling him, "Hey guys, I hope you're having a better day than I am. My my day just sucks right now," and. You hear this guy out of this cell just say, do you want to smoke? Hmm. And, I mean, that's like a sign in prison. Right. Of That's a friendly. huge hand of, yeah. Yeah, of yeah. gesture. Yeah. Um, and then I would see, like, one one same, you know, my same route that night. Yeah. Um, I was walking through the, the east cell block, and one of my dudes that was down at the end, I mean, full-blown, full-body apparition. He starts walking towards me and gives you, wow. gives me one of those. I'm like, yeah, I'll be all right. Just thumbs up, yeah. But Just yeah, it's, it's, wow. yeah, yeah. But it, it's like that. That's the. I don't know if I was just so used to that stuff, or like I said, if I was living more on that side than actually living. I, you wonder with these kind of energies too, with if you when you when you're at a place for as long as you were, kind of like cats. Cats might not be used to you. Great segue, at, everything yeah. going for a while. You know, you meet you have a cat and it's not used to you when you first meet it, and then it grows on you and grows on you. Next thing you know, it comes. You know, you come into the house and it greets you. Yeah, you got to wonder yes. if spirits in a way work the same way. Oh yeah, I feel so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like they. They got to warm up to you. Right. Yes, it that's, takes years. That's that's why when people go to a location and investigate and don't get anything, it's like I completely, I could see how that could work because they don't know you. Yeah, right. Well, and that, and and that energy is just wrong, I think. 
Oh, here's yeah. it's, it's about it's about. Go ahead. We're oh, I got a fun one on energies. Please. I don't do lottery. I'm not a lucky person. Oh, I dude. catch every red light. And <laughs> a 2009, while I was working at the jail, I just bought a Powerball <laughs> ticket earlier today. Yeah, so. I'll meet you. I'll, fingers crossed. But uh, there's one summer, I think it's about 2009, that they were doing a, a bike raffle there, and I asked about it, and I was like, okay, the volunteers are eligible. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What's 20 bucks? I'll put in on it. And I'll be damned. I won a 2009 Super Glide, and I'm convinced that the building had something to do with it. Nope. Huh. Yep. Oh, I put, okay. a, bunch, I put yeah. a bunch of miles on it and traded well, that, that, in for a big road but, sofa. But but. And that's an idea of energy. Uh, I'm convinced the place had something to do with it. I'm trying to put my finger on the word right now. It's, it's um, you know, your, your intentions, right? Yeah. To that point, to both your points, um, I think people go into these things now, especially now with all the media that's mm-hmm. out there we see. I mean, there's TikTok videos with people making, like, you know, ghost. I mean, I see it. I mean, it's 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 interesting stuff. Yeah. But it, I mean, there's so much media out there, and I think, okay, look, we all want the cool nerdy stuff. We want to have that experience. You want to see something. You, you want to feel something. You want to hear something, right? Um, but I, a lot of people just don't want to put the work in. I think to Correct. get there, and I'm, I don't even know what the damn work is. I don't think any of us do, right? But it is putting time in. <clears throat> to that point with Timing you guys, and luck. Well, yeah. yeah. It, it's, well, especially in this field, right? But I, I, I've i said this for a number of years, and I've, you know, Doug and I said that all the time. We're like, you know, we're jealous of people who have, like, their playpen, yeah. their sandbox yeah, to work in. You had yeah. a giant playpen oh, yeah. for a long time. Because, <laughs> you know, the probability of experiencing something or seeing yeah. something or hearing something is going to go up when you're going to the same place over and over again. Oh, that was right? the best laboratory to play with week after week. Exactly. You had your own laboratory. That's a great you know, it's, a, it's a laboratory. One right? of the last times I was at Mansfield, um, another guy that we've, we've worked with uh, that's a good friend of the show, Chris Bailey from oh, yeah. Grimstone. Grimstone, you know yeah. 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 Yeah, Chris. So he's a no-nonsense guy. Yeah. That guy, you know if he... He's a full-blown he, mad scientist. He is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's full-blown. Our kind of people. He <laughs> he was there, and I don't know I don't know if that's when we were there with them or if it happened a separate time, whatever. But someone in his group saw him and... Said something like, then then they saw him again, and they're like, "Wait, how'd you get here so fast?" Mm-hmm. And they, Chris is like, "The only way I can describe what happened was she saw a doppelganger of me." Yep. Oh yeah. Like that's, so, that, how that that's happened with him a few times. Okay. So or did or did he go quantum? I don't know. You know, I mean, that's what quantum. And isn't that building? Oh, isn't that wow, building yeah. made out of like granite? So it has lots of quartz crystal and oh, lot yeah. of stuff. Oh, yeah. sandstone. Yeah, like that has its yep. own theories yeah. with like yeah. this. The well, um, the idea of healing. That's what you, the rehabilitation. Even the design. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. Healing. But like the stone tape theory, that stuff yeah. can better get recorded oh, yeah. oh, in those yeah. kind of natural materials and somehow replay itself back at the right time. Mm-hmm. So, what were your doppelganger experiences? Uh, that one time we were at Moundsville Penitentiary, and I was with somebody kind of wandering around. It was about sunset. The, the ghost hunt was just getting started. We're trying to teaming up with people. And uh, we heard Scott um, coming from the Sugar Shack. So we go down there and search oh, the whole the place, shack, yeah. and nobody is down there whatsoever. It's just us. But we, like, we're convinced, like, oh, the Scott's down there. Let's go. Like, as the two of us just said, let's go do it. Yeah, yeah. And, but it wasn't him. Huh. Um, there's another time we also seen him. It was... East cell block, you were going up to the second floor of the old infirmary oh, yeah. above the showers. Yeah. And uh, two or three of us just saw you. I think it was back when you had your orange staff shirt. Mm-hmm. And uh, you went up the stairs and you looked back at us with these creepy black eyes and just walked <gasps> through the door. And what? at the time, 
I could swear back then the door was changed shut, so we really didn't know how you got in there at the time. Dude, chills. Black yeah. eyes. Like, you notice black eyes. Yeah. From, like, full-on black. From a sixteenth of a mile away. That's how long yeah. this cell block was. I mean, there was yeah. yeah. no white in oh. his eyes. Now, the, I, the first time I know somebody saw me there was probably 2000 2001 there was a group there was a group out of Pennsylvania and I I've I'd known them for a while and they were walking down third tier of the west cell block and they saw me standing at the corner of the tier just watching them come down and one of the one of the girls Wendy um she gets smacked out of one of the cells. Like, as she's walking past the cell, she gets smacked. And you could tell, yeah, no, that, she wasn't playing. That was, she got smacked. That hurt. Yes. Yeah. And they, they said, as soon as that <laughs> happened, I just turned to my left and I walked away. Well, later on uh, that night, they saw me somewhere else in the building. And they're like, dude, why didn't you come down and see what happened? I'm like, what are you talking about? And they said, up in the west cell block, when Wendy got smacked, you were standing right there. Wow. And I'm like, mm, no, I've been in the warden's courts most of the night. That's weird. So, yeah, that was that was back in, like, 2000. How oh. weird if you actually had that building, like, so just cameras everywhere, and on camera was you, like, and you had time stamps. Mm -hmm. You see you walking somewhere else. And then on another video at the same time, see you sitting. Like, that would be interesting if oh, anyone's yeah. ever recorded anything like that. Yeah. As you're there. sitting up front doing your paperwork. Right. Watch, yeah. Watching right. yourself walk yeah. around. Right. That yeah. would be like a mind bleep. Yeah. To tell you how, I, I don't know if comfortable or what it was that I was there. But they installed a shower for people to get. Mm -hmm. clean right because they don't want smelly volunteers <laughs> essentially I, I you know that you know like i said i was living there so this is before they had all the cameras and everything and i'm the only one there day tours are over i my my uh oh fastest shower you'll ever take by the way oh i enjoyed showers there <laughs> <laughs> what and oh yeah <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. Are we drilling down on this one? Are we just going to move by Because <laughs> And oh, we're you, walking. You, no, you went into that, that, that Scott Sickle vocal fry thing. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, man. The, the shower is down in the belly of the building. You're, you know you're in the yeah. place by yourself. And, like, while oh, you're yeah. in there, there's things walking past the, yeah. between you and the light. Dude, I don't want some, I don't want uh, some spirit seeing me naked. But, but, but anyways, <laughs> I'm, I know I'm the only one in here. Yeah. I, nobody should be on the property for probably another good two hours. Yeah. And I don't know if it was just that I was that comfortable or I just wanted to do an experiment. So I walked oh, out. And the of, shower? What? Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Keep going. All right. No, I was done with my shower. I was stepping yeah. out of the shower, and I'm like. I'm trying not to I, laugh hysterically because I know how this ends. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I wonder what would happen. I walked around this place. 
butt naked. No, this is pre-cam. Oh, no. This is... <laughs> well, oh, we know yeah. the cameras are coming yeah, soon. They're okay. starting to set them up. I mean, okay. I mean you know, all joking aside. I mean, I mean it's this an is experiment. It's yeah. an experiment. All right? joking yeah. aside. Solitary was right outside of where you take the shower. So yeah. it's only a short walk to go there. And then it's like a loop to go around yeah. it. Yeah. So And then you could come right back. So right. there's no windows or anything, so nobody outside is going to see you if there's yeah. somebody on okay. the property. Yeah, es- All right. essentially, I walked out of the mini bullpen into the bullpen, did the bottom loop of um, solitary confinement. Yeah. Nothing really, you know, hit me down there. I was waiting for you to say nothing grabbed me. Well, <laughs> then I go down. That I didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> um, then I walked down West Cell Block. Oh, shit. And... You went down the whole west cell block, too? Oh, yeah. I did the loop around the yeah. west. Oh, these are a sixteenth of a mile, by the way. Yeah. And then I... Wow. Then I... Uh, <laughs> I'm like, well, shit, I got to hit the east. <laughs> so I walked the east. So you've walked a full quarter mile now. Nude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nude. Just, just, Nude. Nude. Just a swinging. And... Uh, just oh, swinging. shit. I'm glad I wasn't early that day. <laughs> <laughs> the... the East Cell Block was the only place that I that I got, I heard anything, I experienced anything, and it was up on. To use the term that they called that that area, they called it the queer tier. Okay. So. What's the history on that? Like why? That's Just where to they, keep them separated. Yeah, they, oh, they, so they really would put. Yeah, put, they, they, they would try to separate them. Homosexuals. Okay. Wow, yeah. they would separate them. That yeah. was old school PC. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. So okay. the only time I heard, you know, heard anything or felt anything was when I was on the ground floor of the East Cell Block, walking past the the ladies. Yeah, walking past the ladies. The ladies liked it. Well, that's what the nickname I, I, for that. Yeah, I, I. I Think they did. Okay. I I heard a woo. Oh wait, the guy. Wait, the guys <laughs> the, that with the nickname for the guy yeah. was the ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking yes. like there because was there ever a woman woman no. cell block? No, no. Oh, it was always no. a men's. It was always, always men's. Oh, okay, okay, oh, okay. Oh, they were creative. They had lipstick. They'd use Kool Aid for blush. Oh, yeah. I mean, they had makeup. Oh wow. I mean, they would the part. Yeah. Wow. So. Well, I mean, that's kind of nice, right? Oh well, well yeah. <laughs> <That's a> compliment. <laughs> yeah. So I did that. And I'm like, all right, that was that was interesting. Oh, so yeah, I got my yeah. clothes, and then I started unlocking everything for the hunt like nothing well, happened. Well, night's got to be downhill from here. Right? Yeah. How are you going to top that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you're not you're not topping that. And and you know, years later, I'm like, the hell was I thinking? Huh. But I mean, it was an interesting experiment. But, I mean. What, it, Go ahead. I got to ride a Harley into the West Cell Block, but I had my clothes on. I am yeah. not running around. <laughs> if you rode a Harley into the West Cell Nude. Block naked, yeah. dude, that's legendary. I kind of want video of that. First off, you're kicking the you're kicking the hell out of Rob Halford all day long. <laughs> you're not going to be nearly as cool as Rob. You, Rob Halford, is not going to yeah. be nearly as cool as you rolling in like that. Yeah, but that's some heavy stuff right yeah. there. That's I mean, but you know, to that I mean, and I know we're giggling about this. It's and, and you can't help it. Anybody mm-hmm. naked is But funny. why not experiment? Why not, why not see if it alters something? If and it I, changes you know, honestly, something. Honestly, I've never heard anything like that ever. In all these years, I've never heard who, anybody talk about like, you know, so I tried this. Mm-hmm. Who does shit but, like that? But clothing, <laughs> clothing, clothing in and of itself affects you mentally. Um, you know, when I have to put stupid work clothes on, it's stuff I don't like to wear. I feel frumpy and dumb. And so it affects you mentally. You're just like, oh, stupid. 
And then I come home and I put on like my favorite t-shirt and jeans and I just feel way better. So it well, you're more comfortable. You're more right. comfortable. And okay. so you are though affecting your mental state. So why not just go like woo, totally in the nude and just see if that changes something in the air? I mean, whatever. I, I, I think one of the reasons I tried that was I always tried to make myself as vulnerable as possible oh, sure. when that I was would there. Be, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, if you're more vulnerable, sure. you know. They have a tendency to come out and mess with you more. Huh. So oh, I mean, reason, how well, much how much yeah. more vulnerable yeah. can you be than walking that, around right. naked in your birthday suit? Yeah, that's, it's, that's no. There's nothing more vulnerable. Yeah, than that. right. So yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, wow. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Yeah, I mean, a, I've never heard that idea like yeah. something like that done before. Has there been a show like Nude Ghost Hunters? There's going to be. We're going to be Shut rich. Up. Oh, <laughs> oh I think you knew there was. I was like, no, what? No, I don't mean us. I mean, someone's going to steal the I don't idea. Think Par- paranormal I don't... nude. <laughs> paranormal nude. Like someone. <laughs> th- no, yeah. I, I, we can goof on this all night long. Yeah. I know we can, but it's a really interesting yeah. idea. The though. green yeah. screen yeah. is really bad is enough. Really then it's blurry idea. everything. Uh. <laughs> so let, let's let's get back on the rails here with this mm-hmm. thing, though. Sure. Like, you know, so this path, and I you know. And Zip, I know we've been. This was like forty-five minutes ago. You're like, I have a story. Oh, now, I don't know if it's even per- pertinent to the conversation <laughs> at this point. Oh, but no. I want to. I want to roll back to that with you, though. I don't want to. I'm sorry. Okay. But, no, it's just something. Uh, you know, not Scott's just... getting in, walking around the prison nude. I mean, I got to listen <laughs> to this stuff. Sorry. Mine is definitely a lot less impressive after that. But yeah. uh, just something... <laughs> killed your thunder. It's yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, but you might find it interesting. Is yeah. I'm not a. I'm a stage fright kind of person. I don't like being in front of the crowd. I like being in the quiet in the back of the bar, the person that's not noticed. Um, but there was something about going down to the jail every weekend where I loved, like, no matter what, you know you're going to have a great time because you're going to be showing 30, 40, 50 people around, and they're having the time of their life, yeah. and you're feeding yeah. off yeah. this energy. Yeah, yep. totally. Yeah. And, I mean, just the joy of that. And um, so that was one of the reasons that I got into doing it that more than I normally would have. Okay. But it was just so surprising because I'm not, like, an attention-seeking kind of person. But yeah, just like you said, um the energy that you absorb from showing these people around they're having the time of their life all night long. One of my greatest honors, I can honestly say, came from Mr. Sugal here. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm turning my chair. It's going to be a very different show than you people are used to. <laughs> so many to. weird little background you know, noises. Just, yeah. But, uh, Mom, I sure do care about your education. <laughs> as I, I was I was saying, I mean, one of my greatest honors, and I'm, I've been thinking about this for a few minutes, was... Because when it comes to Mansfield, yeah, one day I'm sitting at home just being me, and my phone rings, and it's Scott. Hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) What are you wearing? (laughs) (laughs) So what are you doing right now, Scott? Nothing, Scott. Which makes things really awkward. It's the same damn name going back and forth. And you talk about a weird conversation. Uh, But you were like, hey, man. you know, we got this stuff coming up here, and we were traveling. We were doing some. We, I think we talked about like we we, we were we were doing some conferences and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and we were going to be close to you guys. Yep. Um, and you're like, well, dude, come down here this one weekend, and I want you to be one of the guides. Like, be a you know, you've been yep. here so many times, you know the building better yeah. than anybody. Yeah, it's come really down. not that tricky. Yeah, you just yeah. go from room to room. Yeah, and yeah. The, the place tells its own story. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Me, a guide. <laughs> But it blew my mind because yeah. I did know the building. And I did. I came down that night and hung out with a bunch of cool people. Yeah. All you guys, we all hung out. It was great. It's just really crowd. Be- well, and that, that's what we think about that, especially. You know, I, mean, I enjoyed just walking people around. Yeah. You know? There's a kick out of it. And the older I get, the more reclusive I find myself becoming now. Yes. The more I don't want to, you know, even dare I say this, it's, this is going to probably come out the wrong way, that 
even with this show, I mean, sometimes it's hard to do this show. It's sometimes yeah. it's hard to put yourself out like that, right? The, and the older I get, the more I'm like, I just want to just be alone. Yeah. And, and I love people. I love talking to people. I love being around people at the same time. But it's that same thing where, I mean, the the longer I go, the I don't want to be in the spotlight. I don't want to be doing this stuff anymore. But to that point, it was really fun to do that. Yeah. It is, yeah. It yeah. was fan. I loved walking people around going, so, yeah, check this out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when so, and so, that was a great honor. So thank yeah. you for that. Sorry. Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah. And when you're so enthusiastic about it that they're just absorbing yeah. it too, and they did, it just kind of builds off of each other. Yep. No, and that, well, that, that's that's that, that you know that it's that circle of energy you have with people where you know, you have the interest that meets the passion that you already know these things mm-hmm. right. Um, and when you have that, that's magic. It really is. Yeah. I think that's really cool. So yeah, I mean that's it's all good stuff. Yeah. It's a fucking love fest, basically. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, with this feeling that you were having, like I have to go to Mansfield all the time. I have to be be there. It's yeah, taking it's over my life. I have no emotion when I'm there. Is that what made you pull back from Mansfield, or did something shift? I mean, did you did you, you during your whole tenure there? Did you stay in that vibe, or did something change? Well, the heart attack slowed you down a little. That would well, that would do that. We'll we'll, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> really, when I started spending, it, it, it happened gradually, and I mean, there would be like one day where it's like the first part of the day. I'd be like, man, I, I don't want I don't want to be here, and then you get the I want to be here, and then gradually it, as the it, people start showing up in the energy bill well, it wasn't even that i mean there were times where it's like i wish these fucking people would just go home oh, well i also did a yeah. lot of the public with 110 115 person yeah. where you had like the two three oh, wow. five people yeah. privates yeah. and the the when a quiet building like that it's almost monotonous night after night when there's only four people that are camped down and not making any noise right yeah but but it's like it, it just grew and it grew and it grew and like i said it got to the point where i had no emotions no feelings, no nothing. Um, I You're was like a, a train conductor on a schedule. I, I was I was a robot. Um, and, I mean, that even when I did go home, I hate to say it, that even then you'd go home went and research home it. with oh, me. Yeah, I, yeah, had, yeah. I mean, my dad was dying of cancer. And instead of spending time with him, I went to the prison oh. because hmm. I needed to go down there. There was nothing going on that day, nothing going on that night. But that's how powerful it was. I don't know what the hell it was. Yeah. Um, I've while I was going through this time, um I was in close contact with several other people that were in my position, um, or um a position like it at uh other large, well-known haunted yeah. locations. Yeah. Yeah. And they all said, oh, yeah, we, yeah, we do that too. And um, so it wasn't just me at the prison. It was also so-and-so at location A, so-and-so at location B. Hmm. They were going through the same stuff. Um I mean, granted, they didn't live at their locations, but they spent a lot of time they there. They spent and probably more time than they should have spent there. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And I think, and again, I mean, just thinking about this as you're talking about this, Scott, 
too much of anything is bad for you. Yes, moderation yes. in all things. Yeah, yep. Yep. You know, excess in moderation. I love that Doug Stanhope quote. It's one of my favorite. <laughs> excess in moderation. But um, too much of anything is bad for you. And I think that's where maybe you, both you guys were getting hung up, I think. We yeah. definitely got burned out. Yeah. Where, and and I want to talk more about why, and I know we've talked a bit about that, about why you kept, you're drawn there. Mm-hmm. Why? What the hell? Why? Yeah. Um, and clearly, yeah, you know, again, too much of anything is bad for you, right? So, yeah, I mean, that's, but yeah, let's keep going down this path, though. So you're, you're you know, you keep going there. Now you're talking, you're, you're networking with other people from other locations. Yes. And they're having, they're telling you they're having the same experience. Yes. Yeah. Right. On um, the whole, yeah. you know, I, I left my son's birthday party to go to the building. There was nothing going on that day, but I went there. Yeah. Um. I mean, it, 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 I, I, I don't, I don't understand why that is really my only re, well, I've got several regrets, <laughs> but that was, that's probably my biggest regret of, um, sure, of, um, my time there is I knew my dad was dying. And instead of just walking up the driveway to see my dad, because my folks' house is at the top of the driveway, our place is down at the bottom of the driveway. Okay. It's 200 feet. Wow. Instead of driving or walking 200 feet to spend time with my dad, I would drive an hour to go to a fucking empty building for no right. reason. And, you know, sometimes, that, you, sometimes yeah. humans do that, though, because going to your dad's, even though you love him and have, I mean, you had a good relationship with your dad? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Um. It's a way for your brain to sort of go, I can't cope with this. You know, I'm walking into this and this is my dad's well, dying. Yeah. And so I'm going to do this. You know, like I can it's tell the you, coping drug. Yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. And I can also tell you, Scott, that I'm going through the same thing you're going through right now with my family. And I mean, and there's no drama. We're great mm-hmm. people. We get along great. And dare I say this, my parents are very close. Mm-hmm. Phys- I mean, physically, like as far as location is concerned. Yeah, yeah. We could walk there. We could walk there. Right. Uh, but I have the same things that happen to me, I think. Same where, okay, go visit the folks. Well, mm-hmm. I get, you got to mow the yard. Yeah. Got to yep. do this, got to do this. You know, I find myself, and I'm not saying any of this stuff, um, you know, we're fine. I mean, we, my, I'm very close with my family. But there is that thing, and I think you're what you're going through, what you were going through, you know, and I think anybody watching any person – and I'm, I, I want to keep this as clean as I can, mm-hmm. but any person watching the person they love kind of pass on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Decay, right? Atrophy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough to watch. And I think uh, one of the defense mechanisms is where you just find other things to do. And you put it off. You procrastinate, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying any of that stuff in a bad mm-hmm. way. It's, it's, it, I think it's part of the human condition. It's how you cope, right? Um, so I know what you're talking about, man. I really know what you're talking about with that. Uh, it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to be in that position. Um, I'm, I'm living it right now. Um, and that may be one of the, you know, and again, we're not putting you on the couch here. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't fine, know, Dr. I didn't know we'd get this thing, <laughs> to be honest with you. But, I mean, I get that, though. And, and But you had a place to go. Yeah. You had a purpose. Well, this is, I got to do this. Yeah. Right? Um, and that's yeah, it. That's it definitely it. felt like the most important thing that we had to do by far. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. I mean, and I think, you know, with things like that, though, it, 
and it, it may be manufactured to a certain degree. I mean, I know I've bullshitted myself a bunch of times with stuff. Like, well, I gotta do this is super important. And I look back now and go, What a waste of time. What was yeah. stupid? What the hell was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Bands I played in, projects I was a part of. I mean, it was at one time it was all encompassing. It was all that I yeah. this is my purpose. This is what I have to yep. do. And I look back at that now and I'm like, that was a well, was it a waste of time, or did it just lead to something else? Well, sometimes it everything's was a waste of time, layered, depending on the people oh, that were involved. What's that? I said everything's layered. You know, so things point to may lead to something else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. You build. Yeah. You build, but I mean, yeah. I mean, not, I don't want to go too far into the weeds with this thing, but yeah, I get what, when you said that, man. Yeah. I get that feeling, but you keep going there, though. Yeah. And yep. I mean, and it's, it's clear that you've expressed to this point. How encompassing this was that you were, again, family time, friend yep. time, stuff like that. Absolutely. Yep. Right? So you're still going down this path. Let's keep going down this path, if you don't mind. All right. So it was probably, let me see, my dad died in 11. Man, that's some good whiskey. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the um, really good whiskey. It, 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 like I said, it just kept progressing even after that. Yeah, yeah. Um, to the point where, you know... Guests would come up to me and say, hey, remember last time I was here? No, not really. You don't remember when you did this? <laughs> and you're great with names and faces. Yeah, yeah. No. And it's like I started doing stuff that wasn't me, um, like drinking heavily. Yeah, that's not, not you at not, all. Not during, not no, during work. Not, not on the clock. Correct. Yeah. But it was like... Afterwards, hell yeah, I'll, I'll have something to drink. It started with we would just have a beer while we went around and locked up afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Last call. Yeah, last yeah. Call. I get it. Yeah, yeah. The sun's up. Or we're yeah, going to bed in two call. hours. We're staying here for the night. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, oh, or we've been working thirty-two hours straight. I think we need a drink. Yeah, because like yeah. a typical day for me, I would get up at five in the morning, or whatever, go to my machine shop job, mm-hmm. work till three or four in the afternoon, uh, quick change of clothes, drive down to Mansfield. And then we would be walking around with a beer, locking things up at seven that in the morning. That sounds so horrible now. Oh. Yeah, at this I can't point believe in my I did life, that. that sounds just like no, and, like, yeah, no. And yeah. were you guys yeah. true yeah. volunteers, unpaid, or were you ever paid at some point? I no, was paid. Okay, yeah, but I, you I, were always unpaid. I was, yeah, I was working a fifty-hour-a-week machine shop wow. job, and then putting in another three fifty, four hundred hours a year as a volunteer. Wow. Wow. And, and during pretty much from March until. I want to say we were there just about ten months out of the year. Yeah, for the, for those for yeah about those nine or ten months that yeah. I was working during the season, um, my average work week was one hundred and fifteen hours a wow. week. My guess was going to be one ten. Yeah, and I was salary. Oh boy, yeah, wow. that's brutal. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, they completely brutal. took advantage of that. Yeah. yeah, I think at one time I figured it out and I was making. Uh, I think it was thirteen cents an hour. Holy cow! So he yeah, had the one week oh. that he yeah. he was filming that week, so he only got like oh. like two days or whatever. He when, got like three hours we, of sleep. When when we were filming Ghost Hunters Academy, I had to. I was coming down like after work, like during the weekdays, and it's an hour drive for me, and yeah. then go back to work at the machine shop yeah. nine hours a day just to help him out because he'd been awake for two or three days. Yeah, because when when we were doing Academy. I had to be up for production. Production got in at 7 a.m. And yeah, they got in early. at 7 a.m. So I had to be up for them. They worked through the day shooting B-roll and everything, so I had to be up for that. And then the cast would come in, 
and they would investigate and do their stuff until 6 a.m. in the morning. Wow. Production ha- comes in at 7 a.m. Yeah. So I would get about a half hour nap um, each day. Yeah. And it takes 10 minutes to walk anywhere in this building. <laughs> and by then your yeah. heart's beating and you're breathing heavy. So right. I, 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 I ended up figuring out that um, on paper I worked 160 hours that week. And is this what led to a heart attack? Definitely a part of it. Okay, so let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Hanging out with me is part of it. Um, (laughs) So I was super healthy. And this was, let me see, starting in September, it was after our last public ghost hunt for the year. Um, I just didn't want to do anything. I was just wiped out. Felt like I had bronchitis. Um, we were heavy into motorcycle riding that summer, and he's getting to the point where he didn't want to go on long rides mm. anymore. Yeah. Like he didn't even want to go far from home, which wasn't like him at all. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, up to that point, I was flipping healthy. I mean, think about how many damn miles I walked per day. Right. We and would I, go on well, a you're, you're active. You're moving. Oh, yeah. That's and, great. I mean, my blood pressure was beautiful. Yeah. My... Um, my cholesterol was great and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Typical Saturday. We'd ride three, 400 miles just oh, yeah. for barbecue for lunch. Yep. <laughs> and then it was like after that last hunt um, in that September, on September, um, like I said, I felt like I had bronchitis. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, it'll go away. It'll go away. Yeah. It'll go away. Finally, I was forced to go to uh, one of those MedExpress places. Um it was September 26th or the 27th. I really don't remember. And so they asked me what's wrong, and I'm like, well, you know, I was made to come here because I, I got bronchitis. All right, well, let's get your vitals. So nurse, she hooks me up to the machine, and it just goes, error. <laughs> so she does it again. Error. Okay, third time's a charm. That's got to that's got to suck. So she wants to get another one. Yeah, another one does the same thing. So she's like, "Let me just go get my scope." So she's like, and she's like, "I need to go get the doctor." So this, she steps out in the doorway. You just hear right down the hallway. <laughs> no, and I Get down I, here now. <laughs> I swear, I, I believe her name was Doctor Patel. She comes in, and she's like, "Oh, I hear your blood pressure is a little high. Let me check." And she, you know, did did her own thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "We need to get you in a bus to the main campus now." And I'm like, main campus? And she's like, yeah, Metro downtown. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to downtown Cleveland. Yeah, that's not the yeah. closest place. I've been there a few times. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> she says, are you refusing medical treatment? And I said, yeah. And she says, I will not handcuff you to this bed if you promise me the next place you go to is another hospital. Okay, so fine. I get taken to another hospital. They do my blood pressure, and they're like, we're getting you on a bus, and we're getting you out of here. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, 
I am in cardiovascular ICU at um, main campus in Akron, which I guess has an amazing cardiac area. Yeah. So doctors come in and they're checking me out. I'm I'm, I'm a rock star there that night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when they're having doctors from other departments yeah. come and go, yeah, check his blood pressure. Just do it. Just oh, do it. Dude. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It's like the high score of the hospital. Yeah. And the... Uh, Put your initials on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you should <laughs> okay, get your initials. Game. <laughs> so, okay, game. so yeah. one, one doctor, he came down. Uh, I don't know what floor he was on. But he came down and he's like, Oh my God, I have never seen a blood pressure like this uh, with anybody that is not currently having a stroke. Jeez. Do you remember the numbers on that, if, if I may ask? 288 over 180. High score. Holy cow. Hell yeah. When I came to visit him, he was the only one on his I whole damn floor no that had his eyes open and didn't have tubes in him. Wow. Oh yeah. And he's like, hey, you'd like to meet my staff? And he goes, <gasps> and like covers his mouth and like, Closes his nose and puffs his cheeks out until his face turned red, and his monitors go ape shit. And oh, yeah. like six people come running in the room. He's like, "I'd like you to meet like such <laughs> yep. and such." Oh, the <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, up until that point, everything was fine with me. Um, the so, next day, I took him out for a walk. Yeah. Wow. So they let me break him out. Like we literally walked around the outside of the hospital. Like they let him to my care. No, I'm it was, the least responsible person he knows. <laughs> it was. It was October 26th that I went in because yeah. it was right before Halloween. It was Halloween. just before Halloween. Yeah. And it was it, one of the cool parts is my nurses hated me. Um, <laughs> I wonder. I'm curious to know why this is cool, but yeah. Well, on, man. Because no, so, he liked to do like Etch-A-Sketch with his graph. like. Oh, yeah, with your respiration. And his like, shit would bounce up and down. He could do yeah, things with your his inner 12-year-old is strong like mine is. <laughs> but no, one of, the cool, one of the, the cool things was, of course... I, I had the TV just on, like, I don't know what channel it was. But it was, like, you know, the week before Halloween. Yeah. So all of the ghost shows are playing. And oh, that, that, that sends my blood pressure up right there. Well, well, so <laughs> no wonder you were in the damn hospital. Well, it was funny because... It, I, <laughs> I, we're going to kill him in the hospital with this. So let's, let's just get it done. So uh, I was watching one show, <laughs> and I'd take a nap. And then, you know, I hear my nurse walk in. I wake up, and... She, she asked me a question, and at that exact same moment, I'm saying something on TV because it was a show I was on. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. And, and his on-air voice sounds just like yeah. this on-air voice. <laughs> and the nurse just stops and looks at the TV, looks at me, looks at the TV. I'm like, that's <laughs> yeah, me. Within, like, I don't know, within an hour, I had, like, the whole, like, all the nurses even from other floors coming to tell me their stories. Oh, wow, of course. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was pretty cool. Yep. Oh, that's a great tangent for him to go off on. Do you feel like talking about Halloween while you were there? What part of Halloween? Where you wandered off and... When did I wander off? Oh, you found the morgue. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, you're at the on. hospital and you're wandering around there. On Halloween. And I, have you had like, surgery like yet? Of course. No, you... I didn't have surgery at all. Oh, you never... No, nope. nah, he just walked away. Wait, wait, wait. So, so oh, he's did gangster. you have a heart attack? Almost. Well, they. Uh, Krista says I had a heart attack, but the enzymes that show that you had a heart attack were not there in the heart. 
Okay. Brett and Hart. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. how did they get your blood pressure down there? Yeah, he didn't really have one. He just kind of pressed his face against the window. <laughs> um, I, I, they just gave me meds and made me eat different, but. The, the, and, and that's what you've continued to do then. Like you, you've stayed on medication yeah, yeah. and then just well, adjusted your diet. Yeah. Unfortunately, still hangs out with me in the food places I take him to. <laughs> and not helping. Well, the, the the weird thing is the the thing that makes me think, you know what? This isn't like just, you know, poor lifestyle or anything is my ejection refraction, which is the, the percentage of blood that your your heart pumps should be like low 50s like by pure volume yeah okay mine was between 12 and 15. Hmm. oh which is that's like a huge restriction you're like your heart's barely working holy cow so basic life functions only yeah, yeah. Right. so my cardiologist his his uh his assistant you know, after close to when I was going to be released, she says, "Okay, your ejection refraction is let's just call it 13." She said, "Now let's um just to prepare you for your future." She says, "With exercise, medication, and uh, proper diet, you might be able to get that up to 30. Okay, maybe." And she said, you know, that's going to take years for your heart to heal. All right, cool. I'm game. So. And up till now, you were walking around 12 to 15 miles oh, yeah. a night. Yeah. Like huh. we did a ped counter on that. Like we right. would literally yeah. walk right, around right. like 12 to 15 miles on a typical shift. Yes. Right. So um, they released me. I have to go in for where they take the pictures of your heart to see how it's working or yeah. all that stuff. I, the Polaroids. Epic, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I did that after 90 days. And the uh, cardiologist said, you know, the cardi- Melissa, Missy, she's the, the, the PA for the cardiologist. She says, if anything shows up weird, I will call you. But, you know, it'll probably be like two weeks before this gets read. And then we'll come in and explain to you what happens. All right, fine. So I'm driving around the next day, and my phone rings. I'm like, that's Missy. Shit. So the first thing she says is, Scott, what are you doing right now? And I'm like, um, driving? Mm-hmm. She says, pull over. Hmm. I'm like, Missy, you told me that unless something was, you know, something was weird, you wouldn't contact mm-hmm. me. And she says, something's weird. Okay, cool. Yeah, this is getting weird. So I pull over, and um, she says, I don't know how to tell you this. The doctors don't know what the hell's going on. She says, your ejection refraction, We uh, it was between 12 and 15 when you're in the hospital. I'm like, yeah, you know, I... You told me that, you know, we're going to try to get it up to 30. She says, after 90 days of you being out of uh, the hospital, your ejection refraction is 52. Huh. Oh, that's impressive. It's wow. A no- it's a normal heart. Yeah. That's weird. And I'm like, what? 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 Yeah. So how often does that happen? Never. They have never seen huh. it. Never seen that. I mean, in 90 days for a heart that is... 
essentially just about ready to give up, just go, psych, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's... What a great description. Yeah. So I'm thinking... Even I, Mansfield healed you. No, I think being no, away from actually, Mansfield. Yeah. Oh. He so was, then you took, well, okay, because you're well, away. I said that a couple minutes a break. ago. Yeah, the, those 110, 160 hour weeks were yeah. leading up to this. And then and he also took a month off because he was forced oh, to. Yeah, okay. and, and just the energy, you know, being away from that energy. Okay. So in, let me see, 2000 and February of 2017, I left officially. Never, never, never going back. Mm -hmm. And so that's been, what, five years? Yeah. A little over five years. It took me, it took me, honestly, four and a half years of being away from that building to start feeling like myself again. Wow. I mean... What was the decision to officially leave? Like, you were just like, I'm done. Yeah, can we talk about over. that? Is that cool? Mm, well, let, let's... I mean, if there was politics involved, you don't have to bring that. But, I mean, oh, did, were you ready to, like, walk away, though, mentally from we it? We just were you... weren't yes. meeting artistically anymore. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, that's what I use yeah. for everything when I break, quit something. Yeah, well, I... Well, let's just say we... You weren't distraught. Over having to part ways. Well, come on. Um, let, let's talk I about. Didn't if, agree if with the mind, direction. You know, I, I get, and it's another thing that I've been through. I think we've all, a lot of us, have experienced this. You're talking about your heart, your mm-hmm. body, right? And man, nineteen. That's good stuff. Yeah, that is, that is really good whiskey. Well, tell right. the listeners what we're drinking. Yeah, what are what are we drinking right now? This what is, is the featured drink amazing. of the podcast? This is Weller Special Reserve. It's made by Buffalo Trace, which is owned by Sazerac. Man. Um, this is basically the Aldi's version of Pappy Van Winkle. Um, this is only aged five to seven years instead of the 12 to 23, the way the Pappy is. But it's the same stuff in the same barrels. I love it's it. Like, the Aldi it's, version it's, of it's, Pappy Van Winkle. <laughs> That's great. And locally in like Ohio. Dr- it's, it's like drinking like some strong syrup, man. This um, is so good. It's not amazing. every day, but when you can find it, it's available in Cleveland for $24 a bottle. Huh. Look at that detour down, down south. <laughs> Uh, what um, I was saying, though, Scott, um, your physical health, mm-hmm. which you went through, mm-hmm. we all saw it. Oh, come on, Amber. That I wasn't prepared it's delicious. for how strong that was going to be. That's, That's only 90 proof. Holy cow. Hey, but that had a bite. Them, shit, them shit's delicious. I was just drinking. So Zippy, <laughs> side note here, Zippy, what, there's he like brought five, us, he's six He brought us bottles like nine bottles of booze. Of homemade <laughs> booze. And one of them was a... A so if you don't hear, well, oh. you haven't heard from us in a while, anyways. But if if you don't hear us hear from that, us for another while, well, now that, you know why. That banana one was like so smooth and good. That was, so I, really, I was just I, sipping I, I that, sipping and that. then I went to yeah. this, and I was like, whoa. Oh, I so take, I take that as a compliment because yeah. the banana waraji was actually 100 proof versus what you're drinking there is 90 wow. proof, yeah. and yeah. that is tasty. People mm, pay a lot of money stuff. for what you just bah, compared wow. to the waraji, so that's that's huh. I take that as a compliment. Okay, good. So there's this idea of stress. It's a it's a known thing. Yeah, uh, mental stress, you know, will create physical stress on the body, which causes ailments. Absolutely. Which causes, yeah, and I have been through it. I mean, I, I I had about nineteen. Man, I had this one day, and it was there was this, you know band stuff, art stuff going on, work stuff. It was a lot of stuff happening all at the same time, personal stuff. <laughs> and I remember this one day, I just woke up, and I just it felt like my heart was just beating out of my mm-hmm. chest. Just yep. a million miles an hour. And, well, I'm fine. 
Let's have some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and a Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I went about my day. And, and ironically, it was my mom's birthday that, like that day. Um, so you definitely have plans and things going on. Yeah. yeah. Stack Amber, on what top are you of the doing? Normal. Well, I was trying to get up to use the facilities, and I got the chair stuck on the carpet. Okay. Carry on. Right. Oh, carry on. <laughs> carry on. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just one of the stuff to do during the day, go see mom for her birthday. Super busy day, no breaks. So, yeah, very, yeah, there's no breaks, right? And I'll never forget this because I was sitting at the table – and I, just all day, boom, boom, boom. and I actually tried to lay down, like just lay down. You know, okay, take a nap. Just take a nap and mm-hmm. chill out. You'll be fine. Woke up, I, I couldn't sleep. I just nothing. I couldn't slow down. Right. I um, go to my parents' house, visit my mother for her birthday, and I'm sitting at the table. My mom's like, "You look horrible." She's like, "You, you." <laughs> Thanks, ma. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. No, but she was uh, seriously. She's like, "You look really bad. Like you are very flushed out." And I started sweating. I was sweating, mm-hmm. sweating. Um, and my dad's, you know, we talked to them. My dad's like, why don't we take you? You're going to the ER. You have to go. I'm like. You can't really say no when your parents say Yeah. <laughs> my dad took me there. We sat down. And long story short, um, they did all my vitals. And they said that you look good. Mm-hmm. Like, you look good. You're, you're, you're fine. So whatever you're feeling right now is stress-induced. I say that. Oh, you know, it's I, in the wiring. It's in the wiring. Well, going back to the wiring, right? Mm. It's all stress and whatever is going on in your crazy circus of a mind you have going, dun, 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 yeah. and yes, your brain one of those. is making your body feel really weird and you're doing, you're exhibiting behaviors and, and symptoms, but physically you're okay. That's now that makes us a little different, right? Yeah. But it sucked. I felt horrendous. Yeah. And, you know, and I had to do stuff, you know, and to your point also, I mean, now, why I say this is I had stressors in my life that I mentioned a couple minutes ago. There was things that were going on that were stressing me out. Oh, yeah. I mean, literal things that I would see, and I, I could feel like the, the flush. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, and what I had to do simply was, you know, remove some of those things or regulate some of those things and, you know, just manage those things to make my to make it easier you know i'm really happy now i feel good i also i also found crossfit though too <laughs> which is not for everybody but that physically makes my body feel really good okay and i'm not i'm far from perfect yeah I, oh. whiskey glass yeah can you know balance uh, but it's but, all about balance but to that point i mean i think the main thing is just that stressor and we're talking about mansfield here still yes right yeah, yeah. and i heard what you i already heard you're like well i was away from this place for 90 days yeah and I'm a different person now. I feel better. His right? personality, his just yeah. his demeanor. And again, I, I dare I say this again. And I'm not. And again, I say this not lumping you in that category, but that's addiction, though. Oh, it absolutely yeah. was. It's yeah. addiction. I mean, being dope sick on something. Yeah. It don't have to be. It don't have to be junk, man. True. It it, it can be a thing. It can yeah. be oh, a absolutely. place. I was an adrenaline chaser all my life. I went from BMX to three wheelers to yeah. sport bikes to demo derby. And then after like getting busted up and poor after all these years of tearing myself up, I found ghost hunting. And yeah. then that turned into this place, and it turned into another kind of addiction. And that turned into a stressor for me, too. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> obviously, you also. Yeah. Scott. I mean, I mean. Uh, oh, he was the ringleader. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. that, but that's that thing. I mean, I, I understand that. Yeah. You know, what your body was going through, dealing with that. Um, I'm glad you got through it. I'm glad Thank you're here, you. man. I'm glad you're here, brother. I Yay. Really, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad you're here. Um, 
But yeah, let's let's keep going down this path though. Okay. I mean, so I sure. mean, and then you said 2017. Yeah, 2017 I left. You left. Yeah. And I we don't need let's just Would you break? I didn't break anything. I made a little bit of a mess. Oh no, no. I need one napkin. Oh no. Um, hang on. Uh, this is why we can't have nice things. This is why I'll never have nice things. No, it's fine. It's not going to hit the laptop, is it? No. No, it's actually, actually it's, that's this fine way. where it's at. Just you know, don't worry about it right now. Let's just keep let's keep going. I'll use this as a bridge. Yeah, the, the bridge. Just don't let don't hit the laptop because yeah. it kills the whole show if we do that. <laughs> yeah. um, 2017, you mm-hmm. said, right? Yep. Um, you move on. Yes. Let's talk about that. Ideas. Um, Amber will grab something for you. Yes, go. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Cool. Um, <laughs> man, it was it was tough. I would I I can I can partially see the addiction thing. Um, and I, I'm not to cut you off again, but I want I'm, I really want to stress this that I'm not trying to lump you into mm-hmm. like, but clearly there was some kind of addiction going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah some type of that. dopamine release that you were getting. So I mean that's that's what I see. Okay, all right. I mean no, if I'm if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong, please. I, I mean I want to hear that. Man, it could it could have been part addiction. I think, man, just just in my guts. It feels like I was, God, I hate sounding like a goddamn victim. <laughs> Everybody wants to be a victim. No, but days. you're not. I mean, the, the, um, here, use this go ahead. I, 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 I feel like I was just, there's so much that, uh, it, it was, God, I don't even know how to say it. It's like I absorbed so much of that damn energy. Yeah. And I just needed to get away from it. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That now, makes sense. Now, this this is one thing that worries me now, is we still have friends that are there mm-hmm. a fair amount. And I just, or I mean, even at other locations. And I just sort of, I don't know. Don't want them to run into the same shit and go through the same stuff I did. Worry about their so, health. Yeah. Yeah. I well Amber, why <laughs> And we're walking. I mentioned I mentioned before we started recording here that we don't edit. Yeah. So this is all good. <laughs> this is why open your drink away from the microphone. Oh, I'm I'm Aww. sorry. Thank you. Um speaking of professional. Being away from this for <laughs> There is nothing professional about this podcast. <laughs> oh, that was its punchline uh, on its own, yeah. Yeah. So it's we're talking five years now, Scott. Mm-hmm. Being away from that thing. Yeah. You know, and I, I would call it lately, and maybe something codependency also. You know, oh, yeah. and I am the furthest thing from some type of like psychologist. So how we've gotten to this point, I'm amazed why we're here. <laughs> but but you know, I, I mentioned addiction though, yeah. right? Um, and again, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to put you in that spot, but but That's there also good... is this idea of codependency though too. Like you know, there's people that you know, and I say like I have a lot of first loves in my life. Now the love of my life sitting right over here. Of course, uh, right? Thank you. Um, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, but I have a lot of first loves in my life with music, with mm-hmm. art, with things like things that I'm passionate about, right? And they're very difficult to disconnect from. 
you know, and I think maybe there's a part of that too with Mansfield with you, man. Like, you know, you have this codependency with that building. You love being there. There's some type of relief. There's something that makes you feel good about being there. But again, you say you're disconnected. Like you didn't feel anything. No, I That's what trips nothing. me out. Right. I didn't feel anything. But there was some kind there, there maybe there was some kind of codependency. Like there was something that there had to have been something. And I'm we're not putting you on the again, no Dr. Yeah. Phil shit here. Yeah. We're not doing that to you. For me it was definitely some kind of sense of pride and part of being something bigger than just you. Well, and that right there, but you could be addicted to something like that though too. Yeah. That, I mean but that's, that's a, a healthy addiction. That's hardly a bad thing. It's hardly a bad thing. No, I mean I love being a part of cool so stuff like that. With your tenure at this place for so long. You go in with these ideas about the paranormal, what it is, what you think it is. Did your beliefs change in any way at the end about how you view the paranormal? They didn't change. Uh, they just, a lot of them got strengthened mm -hmm. and some of them got tweaked. Okay. Um, what kind of idea got strengthened? There's something out there i don't know what the hell it is but there's something out there there's an energy we don't understand yeah yeah um that's a no-brainer i think at this point yeah we yeah. all believe that i believe but that. i think it helps to get that confirmation yeah just so you're not like oh okay, well when you're part when of you're seeing things appear in hall i'm sorry amber go ahead mm, you keep talking <laughs> i'm getting hungry when you're seeing things appearing in front of you in a building, and again, I said this a few minutes ago, though, you guys had a laboratory. You yeah. Have, you know, that's a great way to, you had your yeah. own lab, right? Statistically, the, the, the likeliness of seeing something is going to go higher when you're in the same place over and over yeah. and over again, right? Oh, absolutely, because uh -huh. you can kind of fine-tune the timing of it all at that point. Um, but interesting, um, on my first year or two being there, I wasn't a believer. I walked into that place thinking that we just died. It was lights out. That was it. Yeah. And then after being there for a year or two and just walking around that, that cool old building, just yeah. too many weird things happen so quickly that you just have to open your eyes and realize there's stuff going on we don't understand. So yeah. your paradigm kind of shifted more from being there. Yeah, that place made me a believer. Okay. I, that's not why I went there. I just enjoyed being around cool old buildings. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden I realized there's this whole other world going on that, it turned into, like you said, uh. an adrenaline chasing rush to have these cool moments happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, after a while, I got, I guess the great way to say it is addicted to these personal experiences. Yeah. Where um, if you're down there every week, you would almost expect something great to happen, something walk out in front of you. Um, but I think that's a healthy thing, though. That's a good thing. I mean, I think it, it, if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Well, it, just, it depends on if now, it takes no, but, over your well, life like it did Scott. Let's, yeah. let, let's step back to what I said. Of, uh, too two much or, of anything is bad for yeah. you. Yeah, two or three times a year, that's probably pretty healthy and like a great yeah. hobby to have. Yeah. But like, yeah, when you're devoting three weekends, four weekends out of the month to it, and I mean like going down on Friday, not coming home till you got to go to bed on Sunday night and then going back to work on Monday. It's too much, man. Yeah, it was. I remember a handful of weekends that we did stuff when we were younger. Mm -hmm. Yes, younger Again, is a key word. Hearing you guys talk about stuff is just, it's terrifying to me. It's like, we spent that much time doing Wait, what? I don't just work <laughs> and come home and lay down. Yeah. Um, oh, there's no But I remember, like I remember the days with us, you know, in the old days, you know, the, when Ghostly Talks first started and stuff like that. Yeah, we would do like weekend runs, man. We were yeah. all weekend, man. Yep. Doing um, stuff, just driving around, going to places. Yep. More than once I took a case of that Aldi's uh, Red Thunder down there because it's cheaper than <laughs> Red Bull. Red we lived on that shit for about two or three years it down was, there. It, coffee and combos. What? I, I remember, like, this is before we met Amber. Oh, God. Uh, coffee well, and combos. I don't combos remember you was, ever, like... 
Coffee and combos was my, was my thing. Like I would just oh. sit there and just drink coffee, like ew. crappy gas station ew. coffee, yeah. combo. Ew! Great. I'm Love imagining it. this cop like ew. Black coffee? What kind of combo? Like cheddar? Pizza? Like what? I, I like the pizza. Blue cheese? I like the pepperoni pizza yeah. one. Oh, the pizza, green bag, yeah. Pizza and coffee. <laughs> no. Oh. It sounds delicious right now. Well, it's well I am getting yeah. hungry. Like we got. It's funny food. you should say that because my go-to when I would yeah. get down yeah. there, like I said, back with the stage fright thing. Yeah. Um, I would get all jacked up on sugar, eat a couple cookies, chug them out, and do. All right, let's go show some people. Show yeah, some do people stuff. around. Like, ah! let's do stuff. You know, right? like, now you got cornholio showing thirty people around the building. <laughs> <laughs> But let's, I mean, stepping back here, I mean, so five years, yeah. right? You've been away Sorry, from this thing. Yes. Well, number one question I have is how do you feel now? I feel about 90 to 95% back to myself. Yeah. Um, I have feelings now. I can feel stuff. Um, but for, I don't know, like I said, for three and a half years after I left, I was still just completely numb. Hmm. numb to everything um, for me it was heartbroken like leaving a relationship yeah, well that's what i was that. saying a minute ago yeah. codependency that yeah. idea and that's I, i've been thinking about that for a, a few minutes here with mm-hmm. that idea is just how do you leave something and i've and we've all done that yeah. i've done it with you know a lot of projects i've been a yeah. part of um a job like it, i walk i you know i left job. my job for a 15 fun years job. at yeah. one yeah, of my a libraries job. a job i mean there's sweet i mean if it's something you're passionate about no matter what it is it's going to sting. Yeah. You're going to feel that, yeah. right? Yeah, it feels like a breakup. Yeah. Yep. But you feel okay now. Oh, yes. I feel so, great yeah. now. Both of you guys. So do you I, guys yeah. have any urge to pursue any more paranormal pursuits? <laughs> I, I still like to visit cool old places, and I, I intentionally stay the night at old taverns and inns and yeah. stuff like that on purpose because I love the feel of the places. But I don't really go around, like, asking questions and chasing stuff with a flashlight like I used okay. to. No. I think a lot of people don't do that. We all went in with gadgets and cameras oh, and recorders oh, and all this well, stuff. Listen, we're older now. No, yeah. Like and, tourists. Yeah. Just cameras and, hanging from your yeah. neck and flashlights. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, battery fanny packs with oh, batteries in it. Yeah, I'm like, guilty. I did it too. Oh, oh and we all did the it. The thought of putting that together on a fanny pack is exhausting. <laughs> just, just making that thing to put on my... That, that's exhausting yeah. right there. Yeah. Don't forget the spare batteries. Yeah, the right. spare, no, that's too much work. <laughs> but... That Amazon order... Just, I, <laughs> I think now... <laughs> Sweat. We all people. The longer someone's been in the paranormal, the more they'll, they'll tell you it's about the experience and it's a personal experience. They I, don't have to record something on camera or get mm-hmm. that classic AEVP or, yeah. or something like that. They just yeah. want to have the experience because it's confirmation. The, those are for the themselves. people that are seasoned. I think. I oh think. no, that's why I said like people yeah. that have been in it. This, yeah. That's what seems to be the pattern. Yeah. Oh, people yeah. have done this for a long time. Absolutely, it goes I was way past that. I mean, that was 15, 16, 17 years ago. Yeah. It really was where yeah. I'm like. What do I have to prove here? Yeah, yeah. My last five years wandering around the building, I I pretty much just took a flashlight with me, and I wouldn't even pull it out most of the time unless somebody really needed it. And there's been a handful of things that have happened to me personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have no proof. Yeah, yeah, nothing. But it's still a great story, and it's something you can't explain, and it still makes you kind of go, hmm. Well, that's that's why that's things that make you go, hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I'm getting hungry. But, but we had to make a laugh out of it. No, I. There, what you said to me earlier, Scott. You know, with this idea of all these years you spent in that building working, both you guys, right? Was you said to me earlier, and I mean, I, I don't want to put you in a corner here, so, and if I do, tell me to shut up. Nobody but puts you baby said, in a corner. No. <laughs> I knew it was coming. But you told. <laughs> You told me, like, I would not recommend somebody ever doing what I did. 
No. Ever no, at all. don't stay at the place. Don't live in Ever the place. Again. It will take nope. your life over. You know, and that's what I, I mean, I want to make sure that you, what, what you came here to talk about is talked about, basically, right? Yeah. Is that idea. Um, and, I mean, hearing it from you and hearing this stuff and hearing the hours, again, 20 years ago, I'd be like, oh, right on, mm-hmm. go. Oh, yeah, we were all no, about it back now then. I'm like, oh, God, you guys are, you're, you're nuts. No, <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. I mean, but. I mean, I, I hope you feel better now. I mean, I think you, you look great. You, Thank you. you. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. No, you guys look good. But, I mean, I, I can only, I, and I do know what that does to a person's mind and body. And yeah. health. That extreme um, obsession. And we've, we've called it a couple of, you know, we've called it codependency. Mm-hmm. We've called it addiction. We've called it a couple of things. And I think those things are all related, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I hope that we, we've talked about this, though, for you, Scott. I, I mean, yeah. See, when um, when I wanted, when I got out of there and I, I really started thinking back on everything, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, you got to get this out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... You know, I, I I still do like speaking engagements and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm like, no, I'm I am not going to waste this on people that want to hear, you know, essentially spooky ghost stories for ooh and ah. <coughs> there is only one person I can talk to about this, and that's Scott L. Oh, you're killing me! <laughs> oh. No, seriously. That. I mean, I've been a fan of GT for well forever, so. And it's like, yeah, I, you are the only person that I wanted to talk to about this stuff. Yeah. To get this stuff out and continue the healing. Yeah. Um, because if if I had said this stuff in like a um, in like a speaking engagement, they people people would think you know you'd what? have fifty people in a room that wouldn't know what to do with. Yeah, them. you'd be like, yeah. you're so full of shit. Just just. Go somewhere. <laughs> Just go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, but I, but yeah. I also didn't yeah. want to be like one of these, one of these people that they are known for being a victim of the paranormal. Sure. Oh no, I don't regret any of it. It was a great time. I would do it again. No, there's no victims here. I don't think. I mean, but, you go ahead. go ahead. But yeah, I just I just needed to get this stuff out with friends. Yeah, and just. Let this stuff go. You're um, not a victim. No, it was I, a great I, time. Again, I want to stress that. It was you're a not, hell of a ride. No, I think you guys had a, I mean, and I, I had a small part in that too. I mean, I and I saw that craziness. I saw some of that stuff. I was a part of some of that stuff. And it was mind-blowing. And I'm still exhausted from that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still, what you guys went through is mind-blowing, as I already well, said. Mom always uh, taught me, work hard, play hard. Yeah, no, and, oh, there's Mr. Rollins. Hey, buddy. Oh, yeah, we got a, <laughs> we got a, we got a, we got a fifth. Uh, host of the show yep. here tonight, but no, I, 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 I feel that pain, and I, but you know, and yeah, you know, and the thing about this, I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure you're going to be healing your entire life oh, from yeah. something like this. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a relationship. Yeah. And dare I say this, you know, mental health is that thing. Like you know, I, I learned that. You know, if you had talked to me like 15 years ago, I'd be like, oh, you got, you got a problem, your brother, shake it off, brother, get it done, And now I, I've learned. I'm older, and I go. No, I know I'm crazy now. Yeah, <laughs> I got tons of issues I'm dealing with, uh, like like most people. Um, and you don't really ever recover. You just you just cope. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah right? just you look know? back and smile and remember it. And some of it is out of your control. Some of it, you know, is self-inflicted. I mean, and that's yeah. this was this is yeah. self-inflicted. You oh, guys were nuts, lot of man. Yeah, yeah, we were. You guys were crazy, yeah. man. But I, but I, but I do think. Um, no, just talking about this stuff though too, and I'm yeah, well. First off, you know, I'm honored to have you guys here, and, and the fact that you want to come talk to me mm-hmm. about this and talk to Amber about this, and you were comfortable to talk to us about yeah. this stuff, that really, I mean, it's it's tear jerking to a certain point. And we'll 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 hug it out here in a few minutes after the, we're done recording oh, here. We'll oh, hug yeah. it out really good in the backyard. Uh, <laughs> it's probably very healthy to get a lot of this shit out. What is? I think no, it's you healthy. Talk about this stuff. Man. I think it's yeah. healthy for listeners too that because there might be someone out there that like. You said other people that work at institutions or volunteer at places like this. Maybe overwhelmed or just not knowing how to feel and, about and it. And yeah, they don't know how to interpret yeah. what they're feeling. Well, and then they listen to yeah. Scott and Zippy talk about like what they experienced going, wait a minute. It's much, ex- it's much like me. having an experience. It's much like having an experience itself yeah. back in the day. Yeah. You no, know, we talked about this a million times on this show, I know. Like, you know, the, and I, I was one of those people too where there were some things that happened to me, and I'm like, well, if I tell somebody about this, they're going to think I'm nuts. Oh, yeah. I've got dozens of those stories. They right? can't tell yeah. people that shit. They'll think it's a crazy. different time now, though. And, I mean, that piece of, like, that idea, mm-hmm. I think that's way, it's it's a lie. Like, people are comfortable to talk about anything now. It's a very different age. To, yeah. a, to a fault someday. Yeah. You know, Depends yeah. on the right? person, but, yeah. yeah, way more. But when it comes to having experiences like this, but also talking about your mental health, though, and how it relates to what you're doing with your life, like what you, what passions you're you're pursuing, Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're not healthy. Yeah, this was not healthy for you, man. I mean, oh, I, I know that it now. It wasn't healthy <laughs> for you, you know. Um, but you recognize that, though. Mm-hmm. And I mean, again, we're not going to go into that stuff, right? And you're not a part of that, no. And it may hurt. There's thing again. I'll say that there's things that I I have to I have to get away from this. Yeah, it hurts. I want to be a part of this thing, but I if I stay here longer, I will die. Yeah, um, it'll my, kill me. My yep. coping no more, man. For decoping after I was done with the place, um, just kind of fell into my lap. I kind of restored back to reliable a 1987 Harley. And then after it was reliable, I, I kind of fell in my lap a 1995 Firebird. And I've just basically been working on shit for five years since hmm. I left there. And those are pleasurable things. Yeah, but it's things that I can just jump on and ride or drive yeah, anywhere at this point. It feels good, though. But at least it's a way to like spend all that energy that you would be dumping into that ordinarily. I think that's what the issue is, is this, this idea just of energy. Somewhere I think to send it, yeah. Everybody in this room, I know we're all these, like, just like these, these I call it, like, you know, just a, that... Mm-hmm. The ADHD energy. You're just you're, yeah. just, you're just vibrating mm-hmm. at a very very fast rate. My foot never stops. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's like, and I know, yeah, exactly. I mean, my you know, Amber here will tell me, you know, calm down, <laughs> have a seat, calm down, do take a something. breath. You know, yeah, just, just I hear a that breath. a lot. You know, you need to relax more, and I do, and I'm like. He gets antsy when he's just like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna relax tonight. I'm gonna watch a movie, and then he comes like, I don't know, maybe I should ride my bike. Maybe you should go, I don't know. Like, if he feels yeah. like he has to be doing yeah. something to oh. earn the relaxation. Just yep. last month in Tennessee, they were teasing me about that. Was that's it a- National Lampoon's, I am on vacation. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's what that, I think that's what that idea, though, is, too. And and we all may be still experiencing that. Um, is that idea, you just said that, Amber, like, you, you earn that time to relax. Yeah. Like, you beat yourself half to death. And then, you, now you don't know what to do with all that energy. Yeah. Yeah. So you work yourself to exhaustion and you're still not tired still not happy yeah. either so okay i'm gonna sit down and listen to a record and crack a beer which i do <laughs> for like me a, it's it's dumb shit on youtube for me yeah you know, i i'll that's my that's my favorite thing to do nowadays is to sit down with a record and have a beer and that's my thing that's probably good and meditation even, yeah yeah even that though i'll still like 
oh, there's some dust in the corner there. Let me get the duster. And I do stuff like that, right? So it's just where all these like vibrate. That picture is crooked. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't even start with that. We, we, we already discussed that earlier. <laughs> Oh, I think we're I think we're all crazy out of our minds in a beautiful way. Yes. Uh, this is a beautiful room of people here. Um, I'm really happy you guys have been here with us tonight. Uh, I mean that, and it's a re- it's a real honor. Thank you. Um, Thank and, you for having us. The and for being the first people to come back yeah. uh, in person. Wow, that's an honor. That really yeah. is. Yeah. And the friendship we've had for all these years yeah. it means a lot. And yeah, we've had a few. A lot, to, a lot to drink. <laughs> I don't even have a buzz yet. I'm just really hungry. Because well, you have the constitution of a bull. I've never I seen a woman put down so much damn whiskey in her entire... I've never <laughs> seen... And it's you know I'm married to her, so it me sound like, like, <laughs> you're making me sound bad. No, you sound great. No, I think you I think you just. <laughs> okay, we gotta stop. Guys, make, no, right. He's making me sound like a drunk. No, you're not a drunk. Strong Amber. like bull. You're my, not. Well, you're clearly not drunk right now. No, my family. I know. I know. When I drink, and my drink tongue gets my tongue gets heavy. Get That's my drunk. thing. Like doing this stuff, you know, yeah. we drink. My tongue gets heavy. Really? Yeah. All right. And I'm like, okay. Oh, that's funny. You should say that. Like, yeah. if I've socialed too much, I can tell. Like, feels like my tongue gets fat, and I just start saying yeah, things. That's funny fat. And yeah. It's fat and heavy. Yeah. It's, it's lethargic. Holy it's shit! A lethargic tongue. Yes. <laughs> this is getting weird. Let's yeah. let's, yeah, let's, let's end this. Let's get some. Thank food. you. No, thank you guys, man. Wow, that went All fast. respect. All oh, respect, man. Yeah, like two We've hours. been down here for like yeah, two thank hours. Wow. I'll respect yeah. you guys. That went quick. That felt like 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, we have to do it again. Yeah. Okay. You're sure. on the phone or come. You guys are. This is your house. My is house like is your guys' house. Less than Yay. three hours. Yeah. Ghostly talk. <laughs>